I told me you're captain. Right. <laughs> the funniest thing ever to me. And I guess it makes sense because Brad's a really nice guy outside of the yeah. outside of the rink. Um, Brad Marchand is the voted captain for uh, the hockey is for everyone. He's the voted rep for hockey is for, for everyone. <laughs> Every team has a representative for the hockey is for everyone thing. Uh-huh. Um, and Brad Marchand is ours, which is really funny. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, but yeah, like he's like. And from what I've read, he's like super into the role you know morty which morty. is really funny because he's just this little hateful piece of shit um, <laughs> but yeah he he's like that's a good description just i love a that. little hateful piece of shit i love the <laughs> so you know a yeah, frenchman right. I, I love the i love the hockey is for everyone thing that's like one of the reasons why hockey is my favorite sport is because they have they, they've taken they, and you they got out of their way you got to give Bettman credit for a couple things, and that's one of them. Like the yeah. the mm. trying to get the league more popular, uh, mm, which yeah. is working. Um, it is, um, and yeah, you know he's responsible for largely like taking a lot of the aggression out of it. Um, but that's that's something that's never going to go away from the sport, though. From any from any contact sport, you're never going to as long right. as people can make an argument for player safety, you're never going to see that disappear um yeah but you got to give him credit for the hockey is for everyone thing because he's 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 and not just that but like he's actively making the effort to popularize the sport stateside Mm -hmm. and you know yeah in places where it wouldn't really be watched like nashville yeah right um, (laughs) or you know carolina for that matter carolina who like three years ago had um the lowest attendance rate in the nhl was like an average of like 5,000 people were showing up to those games. Ugh. Oh, really? In like a 24,000 seat <laughs> arena. Um, Christ. Yeah. Uh, but like last year, they were in the top five, if I remember correctly, for like attendance. Wow. Just just by like get good and people will show up. You know what right. I mean? Like that's, you know. Yeah. And there's enough parity in hockey for that to happen to any team. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I like year after year, I keep I keep an eye on the on the Canucks. Yeah. Because, like, one of these years, they're going to take the entire league by storm, and it's going yes. to be cool. It is going to be cool. Yeah. Same with the Jets. That was, I think that was one of the smartest moves that Bettman could have made is, like, bringing the Winnipeg Jets back to Winnipeg. Mm. Because it, it's just all is not right with the world if there's not hockey in Winnipeg. They were the third city that won the Stanley Cup. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's... I don't yeah. know. Any team where there's like history there. It's mm-hmm. weird to see that go away. Yeah. And those fans were like, I remember the first year that they were in the playoffs. It was like their second or third year back. And they were they they made it to uh, game six and then just got crushed in game six. And that crowd was on their feet the whole time. Like <laughs> n- never stop cheering. Let's go Jets. Like just. Yeah. You know, and then when the buzzer sounded and the other team won, they still like gave a standing ovation to the other team and then to their guys. Like they were just <laughs> so happy that there was hockey back again. That's, That's like, nice. I mean, yeah, it's like it, it's something you just don't. That's magic. Yeah, you don't see that in other sports. Like when the Rams move back to L.A., there's no market for football in L.A. No. That's what I don't. I don't no. get it because there's no like to take the Chargers away from San Diego and moreover to take. <laughs> Yeah, what a fucking to take football out of St. Louis, who like, like the entire <laughs> reason they moved football out of Los Angeles in the first place 
is because there wasn't a market for it in L.A. Yeah. Like people they just don't care about it. People weren't showing up to see the Rams play in L.A. Like they just, you know, St. Louis was the logical choice, you know, mm-hmm. and and then obviously look what they did with it. Like, you know, <laughs> the greatest show on turf, you know, when Kurt Warner was still around. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was just I don't know. It, it's it, it's sad. And like the, the the biggest travesty of all is that Oakland is no longer going to have football. There's no football team in Oakland. Something is seriously Wait, wrong. They're going to take the. They're moving them to Vegas. Are they really? Yeah. Which from a, which from like a money standpoint, I understand because sure. there is a market for sports in Las Vegas. Yeah, obviously all all <laughs> in every sport. Right. And like yeah. if the Knights have proved anything, it's that people are going to show up to any sporting event you put in Las Vegas mm-hmm. and they're going to show up in droves and they're going to be rabid. Yeah. Because the Knights, I think, were fueled purely by that sellout crowd. They, I mean, they <laughs> just they I don't think they didn't sell out one game like through that whole first season. Yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. The hype was on them for a long while there. And they already have like they're already huge rivals with the Sharks, more so than like Sharks in L.A. have been. Well, L.A. hasn't been a contender since like 2013. Right. Right. Yeah. But it's just it's like they already have there's already enough story there for there to be a big rivalry between yeah. those two teams. And that's fucking exciting. That is yeah. super exciting. And I, I hope Seattle is going to be the same way. The The logical. Yeah. The logical rivalry for Seattle, I think, is Winnipeg. And I think that would be what both franchises need because they're you know what I mean? They're going to be so sure. close. Or they know. get in the mix with Calgary and Vancouver and mm-hmm. and get that sort of thing lift going. that division up, you know? Like, yeah. Like bring bring that back to prominence. Hi everybody. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, we just kind of went on a sports ramble there. <laughs> Welcome to Three Dudes Sports Talk. Welcome. Suck it, Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, yeah, fuck you, Stephen A. Sports sports. Fuck sports, you sports, even sports. more when you're right. <laughs> um, I want everybody to know I'm hosting this week for the Three Dude Cast, and yeah. uh, we're gonna take it nice and easy. It's gonna be a nice. Easy episode. Yeah, nice, yeah. buttery, smooth episode. I, I thought, I want you guys to know I, the, the original topic that I had 40. planned was crying. So I was going to like, <laughs> I'm serious. I was going to have crying be the topic, like, okay. the, like the best cries that you had. We're not going to do that. We're going to go nice let's and easy. Let's not do that. Well, it's not. We're going to go nice and easy Let's not today. do that. I'm having a really good day. Right? I'm, yeah. I'm going to keep that train rolling. Hmm. Yeah. Man. Uh, Morty. <laughs> wow. Well, then, we are really into the thick of it now, aren't we? (laughs) Thick with two C's. Speaking of which, you guys see that fucking fog this morning? Mm -hmm. No, I uh, didn't go anywhere today. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's (laughs) true. You know what? It was like uh, it was like the last couple days have been really like I had a super. I told you guys I had a super depressive day yesterday where I just didn't do anything. and I felt like a worthless piece of shit. That's kind of what I did yesterday um, until I cooked something. I felt Dan was right. I felt better when I like cooked dinner because I usually feel better when I start cooking something. Um, Yeah. Making making something feels really good no matter what it is. If it's dinner or if it's a if it's an Ikea thing, Uh, if it's a bomb, a bomb, uh, if it's my sick new drum kit sitting in the other room. uh Yeah, yeah, dude, bought a drum kit. We actually probably should record you play that at some point. (laughs) Yeah, it's probably not a bad idea. My music is all over this shitty podcast. Yes. Because if you don't know, that's me playing the guitar and the intro Uh and in the outro, I guess, too. Yeah. Yeah, um, right. Actually, playing the the uh, the guitar, and then because we didn't have a bass at the time, I used the whammy pedal to 
<laughs> yeah, right. To be its own bass. To be its yeah. own bass on my guitar, and I made the fartiest bass tone <laughs> possible. It was fairly farty. And then Ben did the drums for the outro track. Yeah, just just a uh, fucking uh, Sony. God, it's been so long since I've used it. Whatever their mixing software is. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Oh, my God. It's not Ableton, right? Ableton. Thank is you. It, Ableton? It, it is Ableton. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's been so long since I since I entertained the whole, like, I want to be a DJ thing. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, only because of Goose Chase have I written anything in, like, any, like, sort of, like, uh, MIDI software in a long time. Mm, yeah. It's only because of Goose Chase that, we even, that I've even picked that thing up. Uh, part of the cool thing, I bought an electric drum kit, incidentally, for people listening. Part of yeah. the cool thing about that is that um, half one of the big reasons to get an electric drum kit is it has the MIDI tones on it. So yeah. you can yeah. like make a MIDI drum <clears throat> drum sound out of it. You can take all of that and export it to something like FL Studio and mm-hmm. then put whatever drum sounds on it you want. Right. Yeah. And then play that whole MIDI back in, in the uh, Windows XP media player <laughs> while you're on the MSN game zone. <laughs> oh, Isn't it so shit, weird that MIDI is still that. around? Bonzi yeah. Buddy is hollering at you. MIDI is still around and so many things are not still around. They yeah, right. Were, like super big back then. MIDI shouldn't still Macromedia be around. Macromedia Shockwave. Yeah. Oh, God. Shockwave. <laughs> I forgot shock about that. Shockwave. <laughs> rock, rock wave with the shockwave. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> MIDI's weird, though, because it's like, that was like, when I got a computer in like 96, MIDI files were like, oh, it's like music, but not. <laughs> And, and now it's still kind of like music, but not. You need, like, something to interpret all those notes and make it sound cool. Yeah. Something to play in the background of your of your GeoCities page with animated <laughs> GIFs of dancing presidents. Right. I was on Homestead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Homestead. Homestead. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I do remember Homestead. Apparently, the GeoCities archive is out there. I don't know if you know that. Yeah. Before really? GeoCities went I've down, someone scraped the whole thing. Um, or close to it. Maybe not everything. I'm not sure. Probably not everything. Yeah. Like the Wayback Machine doesn't even have everything. Right. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Um, are, is anybody. Entropy. Like I said, this is going to be an easy episode. Anybody feeling fucked this week? I got one. Yeah. Right. I got one. This is the specifics of this story don't matter. Okay. They don't matter in that, like. Whatever. So let me explain. So please dive into great detail. (laughs) I I was reading the news today. I came across an article. Oh, boy. And it said little little beetles. Peanuts cause cancer. So it said Betsy DeVos may face jail time due to the fact that. And then I started to read into it and I already forget. But basically something she did that violated some other order when she did it. Doesn't matter what it said. Betsy DeVos may face jail time. And the reason we're fucked is within four seconds. I was like. No, she won't. No, no. She won't. I yeah, actually, right. of course not. I actually said it out loud to myself. Yeah, right. I went, no, she won't. She's rich. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and that's why I feel fucked is it, it shouldn't be that quick and easy to come to the determination that someone who did something wrong definitely won't well, ever right. see the inside of a jail cell because right. sure. of how rich they are. Mm-hmm. If you, anybody's ever seen the movie Goodfellas, that's <clears> a <throat> perfect example of what it's like when you have power, influence and money. Yeah, um, those guys, you know what I mean. There's the famous scene in Goodfellas where they're like they all get arrested and they're going to jail, yeah, but right. they go to like white collar jail and they're allowed to have their own little dinner room. Yeah, and, like they're they're like yeah, fr- they have a great fucking time making like, their own dinner. Yeah, they're frying steaks and making sauce and they have wine and bread. <laughs> yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like they're you know 
And they, I think uh, Ray Liotta's character even says, uh, you know, we weren't in there with those other animals. We, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, it's just, you know, yeah. they're doing their own thing. And that's really uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Another perfect example. Jordan Belfort's at prison and he's playing tennis. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's that's white collar jail. That's what money and influence will buy you. It's, it's ridiculous. You know? Yeah, it is ridiculous. Meanwhile, if you're a, a black male. Yeah. Who's 17 years old and you need to pay your rent and you have to sell a dime bag of pot because there's no yeah. other way to get a job anywhere. Well, mandatory minimums. Mandatory. Womp, womp. Five years. Here you go. Uh, it's fucking it's fucking embarrassing. It is fucking it embarrassing. Is. It's yeah. a huge joke. It is. Uh, the, the justice system in, in the U.S. isn't about justice. It's about revenge. Correct. Oh, yeah. Is. Yeah. And if a, you can yeah. if you can if you can prove that you you have some kind of subjective value to society, you can avoid that revenge. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah. you have to be able to, uh, I mean, that value often comes in the form of money or the right. ability to generate you're, more money. You're clearly, uh, you know, you've clearly earned all that money because self-determination is a huge part of <clears throat> the American ideal, even sure. even if it, real life doesn't fucking work that way. I do wonder if we're at the beginning of like a slightly different era of thinking about money. Like how we think about money. God, I hope so. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> between the stuff that that I think I told you guys about that was encouraging with uh, regards to corporate citizenship, Morty. Right. There's like a increased uh, interest in not just you know driving profits, but also all the different stakeholders when it comes to you know your company yeah. matter. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. But then there's also like what Zuckerberg uh, this uh, last week said said uh, uh, something specific to the effect of like nobody deserves to have a billion dollars yeah i i read that and i'm like i don't i don't <laughs> i don't agree with that like, i do agree with you that do you really i okay. agree that no one deserves that much money because what, what can you do that actually deserves that i think the thing is i think if you've earned it like if like okay and zuckerberg did well, what's maybe, earning it maybe some questionable shit to get there but like he I guess he had money because he went to Harvard. Yeah, but like, he but he with something. But he built that. But he did build that fortune. I think if you yeah. like take a guy like Warren Buffett, like Warren Buffett, yeah, again, you know, came from a certain amount of wealth, but he didn't come from that much wealth, right? And you he's know. also the he's another guy that is like actively giving away his money because he yes. doesn't think he should have sure. that much. Uh, Bill and Melinda Gates, too. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, there's uh, there's a huge pact among a lot of different billionaires, too. It's sort of telling. Yeah, that the people that the, the, the a handful of people that get to that level stop and go, wait a minute. What am I doing? Yeah. How, how the fuck is this? How is this earned? Yeah, right. How is this deserved? Like, how much harder do you have to work than another human being to, to justify earning a billion dollars? Yeah. Well, I mean, but like if if, if it's coming to you, I, I, I don't know, man. It's I, I don't think it, I don't think it's fair to take to take that money away from certain people i kind of do i i think <laughs> I, I like i think if you if you or oh, okay how about the people the kids who built snapchat right yeah, like okay, okay. multi-million dollar company mm-hmm. built it from the ground up or apple even for that matter and again steve jobs uh, if said well-known piece of shit um <laughs> but like those guys built that company and jobs was the driving force like at least the media presence behind it like right. I don't think it's fair to just like give an eighty five percent tax to those people just because you're not rich. Well, okay, so this like, is, see, what does that what does that tax really look like in practice, though? I mean, we're not really taking like eighty five percent of a billion. No, dollars No, but away. I'm, what I'm saying is like that's that's what a lot of 
candidates are suggesting. That's why Why does Steve Jobs deserve a billion dollars more than Mr. Rogers? That's a valid point. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, and I, again, that's the tough thing to reckon. But like, why, why don't we? Why don't we reward moral success in the same way that we, we reward capitalistic success? Yeah, some things are not as government not incentivized. Government and um, uh, there's not there's not the a, there's not a market for it. for it. Yeah, in pure capitalism, in pure capitalism, we're we're not in a pure capitalistic society, obviously. Yeah, but in pure capitalism, you are not incentivized to be good to other people. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Um, I really, I mean, kind of sort of in our society, too. I don't know. You I know I, we live in a society. We live in a society. <laughs> I, I kind of sort of have a problem with with just lifting money away from people because you're mad that they're rich. No, it's not that, though. It's, it's not it's that not, you're it, mad that they're rich. It's it's that when it, when a when a large concentration of wealth is is within like a handful of people and, and there are people, you know, who are who are undernourished in America. Yeah. Like we're supposed to be a better country than that. It's we're, that the system is wrong I, now. I agree with that. I it's, that. it's that the system is flawed now. It's it's not taking something away from the it's 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 a thing that they shouldn't be keeping all of in the first place. I agree with that. I so agree with that. That's but, what bugs me the but, most. But the but the, the problem there boils down to like, is it any of your fucking business what they do? With yes, them? because mm-hmm. we're the ones that work for them. Of course, it's our business. Uh, I don't know. I, I I think I disagree with that. Incidentally, this is where I'm more moderate than you guys. Yeah. Uh, no, you no, know I can I, tell. I guess so. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This is this is where this is just you know what I mean. If, <laughs> if if you don't have a healthy, productive, happy, and not starving workforce, the mm. thing collapses from the ground up. If That's you true. if you don't make that wealth redistribute itself. They'll keep it for themselves and, and society which, fucking collapses. Which is why trickle down economics has never worked. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. Right. Speaking on some level, it is an existential problem for us. We have to solve the problem of this, you know, inequality. It has to be solved. We've been trying for thousands of years. <laughs> I think that's why guys like Andrew Yang are so intriguing because he's talking about trickle up economics. Yeah. I fucking really like him. He's really interesting. Yeah. Early me. recommendation. Go watch him talk at a town hall. Yeah. Uh, it's worth it. This idea of like a human based uh, uh, measurement of like uh, how we're succeeding as an economy mm-hmm. is very interesting to oh, me. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. Thank you. Um, like, like you said, he's never going to get in. There's, yeah. there's <laughs> literally no he way. He won't win. He won't win. Yeah. But he no is way. starting a very interesting conversation. Mm-hmm. The fact that like we should not simply measure our economy by how our GDP is looking, but like by tangible measures of whether people are happy and fulfilled yeah. and, uh-huh. and fed and like. All of these things. Uh, Warren, Bernie Sanders. I think it started with Bernie Sanders um, last election cycle. Yeah. Um, And really, if you're if you're taking it from the moderate libertarian standpoint, I think you could even trace a lot of that back to Ron Paul. Yeah. Back in 2012. Because Ron Paul was like not a Republican candidate. No. Um, And he like he had my support. I liked Ron Paul a lot. I didn't agree with everything he said, but he did make some interesting points Mm -hmm. that oddly enough, you're starting like the 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 crazy far left mm-hmm. and the libertarians often agree on a lot of things yeah. in, in a weird way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's because the cir- it's because it's because it's not a line. It's a, it's a circular. Right. You know, you could loop back around. Sure. And yet still nobody is talking about the best candidate, Vermin Supreme. Yes, Vermin <laughs> Supreme. 
with the yeah. boot on his head. God, look he, up Vermin Supreme. He is, if you he is he is a fey elder. I wonder what he's doing right now in the middle of the uh, the Brexit nonsense. And all, or no, he's not a British guy, is he? That's no, he's Lord American. Bu- that's he's Lord American. Buckethead. Lord Buckethead. Yeah, Lord yeah, Buckethead is British. <laughs> Vermin Supreme is one hundred percent American. One thousand percent American. Horses for everybody. He's probably eating Chipotle yeah. and getting high. Something about fluoride. Yeah, fluoride. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Everyone gets a pony. Everyone uh, gets a pony. The, oh no, it's something about dentistry. A, a simple platform <laughs> of ponies for everybody. <laughs> yes. Yeah. The candidate America needs and deserves vermin supreme. And I'm, vermin supreme. I'm going to throw a name at you, uh, Ross Perot. Yeah. Ross Perot. Everybody <laughs> fucking laughed at oh, Ross yeah. Perot. He was a huge joke to most people. Yeah. Literally everything that Ross Perot said that was going to happen in the next 30 years when he was on TV. Yeah. Debating with Clinton and Bush Senior yeah. happened. Yep, exactly how he said it was going to happen, <laughs> and everybody sh- shit all over him because he was this crazy like rich guy. Yeah, well, he had a funny voice, he had a funny nose, he had a silly way of talking. Well, let me tell you now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. High, little, a little high voice. I, right. most, I mostly remember uh, Amanda Bynes impersonating him on all that yes. when I was too young to understand who yeah. Ross, Ross Perot was. was. Didn't Listen. she? Didn't she insist on saying "Can I finish"? Can I finish? Can I finish? Someone else? Can I finish? That was that was Ross Perot. That was Can I finish? Can I finish? Listen uh, again, and everybody made fun of his little dumb charts that he would come on when he would like you know. Yeah, he brought visual aids. Sure. (laughs) Okay, but like the American people are stupid. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They're still stupid. Think of the brilliance of that. The American people are dumb. They he brought visual aids for people who didn't get it. Yeah. Um, and like everybody made fun of him because and he gets shit on all over the media, but like yeah. I don't know, man. He was right about a, a way more than anybody gave him credit for being right about. He was right about yeah. a lot of stuff. So anyway, why were you fucked, Dave? I'm fucked because uh, it took me two seconds to decide a rich person will oh, never yeah, see yeah. the inside of a jail sure, cell, right? And that now, really upsets me. Now that and that is where that is where, like, like I said, I'm a little bit more moderate than you guys are. Mm. Um, and by a little bit more moderate, I mean you guys are like here, and I'm like here. If here's the middle. So I'm like, right. Yeah. yeah I'm like, right. right That's accurate. Yeah, you know, fair enough. Just to the right of you guys. Um, I think. I think. Yeah. Um, I, I would uh, I would say so. Yeah, I think. Um, anyway, I, what I'm really saying is eat the but rich. You, but you're right. Yeah. Eat, eat the, the rich. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. And like, I, 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 I it's, it's really shitty that that's the state of yeah. the world, not just this country, but like the world. It's not getting better. So it getting is better. getting worse. So real talk. Real talk. Would you... If you had the opportunity and everything was consensual, would you eat cooked human meat? Yes. Uh, would you actually do it? Well, like, what's that? What's that look like? What's that consensual agreement actually look like? Okay, so so the scenario I I often think of is like, let's say I'm in a, a horrific car accident and I lose like my left leg. Yeah. And I say like, hey, you mind if I keep that? Yeah, this, I, this I'm, actually I'm, happened. I'm pretty handy in the kitchen. There was, so a, I, there was a guy that did this. Yeah. So, I, you know, like I, I'll, I'll slice a little ham hock off of what used to be my thigh. I'll, I'll slap it in a frying pan, you know, add some, you know, <laughs> maybe some some paprika, some thyme. Yeah. You know, uh, or fuck it. Some New Orleans barbecue seasoning. Uh, you know, I'll oh, really, yeah. You want to smoke that leg. Yeah. I'll really right? gr- grill that up. You know, my leg bone's still like right in there. Put some yeah. hickory wood on the, on yeah, the old there's smoker. There's no way I'm not putting that in the smoker. Yeah. Right. Like for many with, I, the, with the foot still on, if you don't eight, mind. Like 18 like, hours. Like it's my leg. Right. Yeah. I can see what it tastes like if I want to. It's so fine for you to do it. Yeah. And as long as you 
can let other people know. Why shouldn't sure. they be able yeah. to taste your leg? Right. Yeah. Like, like put something up on Craigslist. Like, hey, I lost a leg. They let me keep it. <laughs> OK, here's the great part. <laughs> it, it, it's probably going to go really well with Sweet Baby Ray's. <laughs> no, I was going to say, here's the second part. Is it OK? So, you know, how like uh, if you ask a chef for steak sauce, that's rude. <laughs> yeah. If oh, you yeah. ask for condiment, if, if I go to taste your leg and I go. Do you, can you pass that barbecue sauce? Are you offended that I didn't like your leg enough? Probably because because here's the thing: <laughs> you gotta try. I, you gotta try it by itself first. Yeah, I'm I'm like I'm two ninety right now, right? Okay. And I'm I'm fairly sedentary, so a lot of my body fat is like yeah down. It, yeah. Uh, so I'd imagine my thighs are pretty marbled. You know, okay. maybe yeah. I'd imagine they would. I would imagine my thigh would be would be a pretty nicely marbled cut of meat. If you're not working them too much, yeah. they're probably not too strong. See, but you're bipedal though, so that is that's a lot of work in that muscle. Yeah. It is. You're gonna. Ha- you're, I I think if you're gonna do it, you got to dry age it a little first. Sure. Like, like you wrap it in butter and then saran wrap and let it sit oh, in the fridge yeah. for like yeah. for like a couple weeks and then just let that yeah. get tender. Cut the bad parts off and then <laughs> then you smoke it. You right. salt it. <laughs> You know, implying I have bad parts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would. I would taste your. I, w- I would yeah. definitely eat human meat if, yeah. if, if everything was on the up and up. Everything's yeah. on the up and up. Everything's cool. Everything's kosher. We yeah. got a medic on standby in case the, the prions start yeah. eating my brain. Yeah. I, you know, I'm 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 good. I'm good to try it. If it's your own leg, it's probably not like that, is it? Or is it? I don't know. How probably not. Yeah. I, you know, like I've, I've tasted my own blood. It's fine. Yeah. I think everybody's <laughs> at least punched in the mouth before. Yeah. It's tasted my blood. It's fine. It's fine. Um, so anyway. anyways, <laughs> anyways, are you feeling fucked, Ben? Uh, yeah, I'm feeling fucked because I, I, one thing I'm learning about my job is that any job is that I, I, at some point learned to be self-conscious about how I perform. Yeah. And a lot of that ties into how much work am I doing? How many times do I have to say, I don't know. And I realize this is my first year in what I hope is going to be a new career. There's still a lot I got to learn. Yeah. But I hate saying that I don't know something. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it's going to cause a loss of confidence. You wouldn't believe how often the dudes that do that job, in, even like in my office, the dudes that like are there to do IT. Yeah. Will immediately I'll watch them go to Google immediately because they don't know either. Right. But that's nobody knows. That's (laughs) that's the thing is like I'm like I'm trying to tell myself like it's much better to admit that I don't know than to pretend to know and fuck something up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. But it's also like the third option is to tell someone you'll look into it. I don't know, but I will find out. Yeah. 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 That that's uh, that's significantly. That's been my policy because this is the difference between an IT employee and a normal employee in any workplace. The IT employee is willing to go the extra mile to figure it out. Mm -hmm. If something ideally. Yeah. If something (laughs) went wrong with with something at work, we have we have a a line that we call to help fix that for us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because. Oddly enough, in a place full of people who are into tech, none of us are willing to go go through the hassle of trying to fix it. Right. Yeah, that's something I wonder, too. Do like software development place 
Well, yes, of course they do. They have their own IT departments. Yeah. yeah. So, you, like, you, yeah. These are presumably people that spend a lot of time on the computer, but will still need IT for something. Yeah. Yeah. So I work with a bunch of software engineers, and yeah. their own machines are largely their own business. They largely maintain them. They mm. actually don't rely on IT very much. Yeah. Because they, I don't know, they're software engineers. They have a certain <laughs> amount of expertise. Right. Right. But, yeah, we have an IT department. It services a lot of the other people. And yeah. sometimes the yeah, engineers. Yeah, because you got like sales and stuff. Yeah, we got all kinds of varying levels of uh, you sure. know yeah. familiarity. So, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 just a. The more I learn about about you know all the different subfields of IT, yeah. the more I realize how much I don't know, and the less confident it makes me. So I'm fucked because I I I I can't focus on the things I do right. I never I never could. I know it's a weakness. I of can't mine. either. Yeah, I, I yeah. have a hard. Their time with that. Yeah, I can only um, kind of chew on my failures. But then the, <laughs> I think right. a lot of that is being a millennial, like yeah, being maybe. in our age group. You know, it's just the it, yeah, it's something that we haven't seen since like the post hippie era, where like mm-hmm. the first time people realized that the American dream was a lie. Yeah, you know yeah, what right. I mean. Like the, we're getting like round two of that in this generation. Yeah, I think so. Um, a certain kind of cynicism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just ingrained, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I it's it's. I'm fucked because it's it's getting in the way of me being productive when when uh, I might not be having a very productive day. You know, today was a really productive day. I was busy all eight hours of today. That's cool. And I felt really good at the end of it. I I was like, all right. Yeah, I still got this. Like, like fucking bring it on. Yeah. Um, But, there, you know, there are days where I'm not so productive. You know, I'll have a project to work on and I'll be picking at it. But. You know, uh, you know, knowing that if I I don't know, it's 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 shit I got to work through, but it's still stuff that makes me every once in a while second guess be hesitant about going to work. Yeah. And that makes me nervous because that's what made me quit my last job. Correct. Yeah. Because I didn't think I was good enough at it. No. Oh, you can't you cannot let yourself go there. With yeah. This On this job. No, no. Absolutely not. And I'm and, and I keep telling myself that you're absolutely good enough. for But this. I yeah. And I, I, I know objectively I'm a lot better at this job than I was at being an instructor. And here's the thing. I can't teach people shit. The, the thing is, <laughs> I think especially if they if especially if the, if it's a demographic that that uh, doesn't have much interest in being taught correct. a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah. There are some that do. But there's a lot that don't. They don't. Right. They want to they want to hang out. They want to they want to do their cross stitching. And that's fine. I just don't know what to do with that right. <laughs> and yeah. feel good about the work I'm doing. Sure. And the thing is, I think you were also good at your last job. Um, even if you don't feel like it, I think you were probably better than anybody else that we know would have been. Certainly better than me. Um, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I, I think what it boiled down to with your last job was that it, you just. Number one, you weren't you from you weren't making any money doing it. No, that was a big thing. <laughs> it, you, you were you were working purely on like how rewarding it was, um, which I super understand. Yeah, until mm-hmm. that doesn't until it's not until, until it it's stops not. being rewarding until it stops yeah. being rewarding again. And and, and and for some people, it never does stop being rewarding. And more power to those people. But for but. the large majority, correct me if I'm wrong, it super stops being rewarding very quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you managed to make it a lot longer in that position than it's. Like I said, certainly I could. I was there. I was there just shy of six years. Yeah. Yeah. I'm super <laughs> impatient. OK, to put that in perspective, I've been at Best Buy for six and a half years. 
So, like, you know what I mean? Uh, see, and I, look. see, I could never do retail. It's it's one thing. It's one thing for like folks with special needs, where where if there's if there's some kind of tension or or, or aggression, you know, it's not completely that person's fault. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. But but for like, but for the general population, absolutely. If someone 100%. if someone in retail is rude, like I wouldn't be able to do it. I would I would just snap right back at them and oh, get yeah. fired. Oh yeah, well, dude, <laughs> no, you won't get fired because the the thing is, there's a certain level of shit that you have to be willing to eat. Because I've I've told people before, like there's just a way to do it. There's a certain way to do it, and you have to be skilled enough at it to to word it properly. And usually the way to do that is I, I'm just trying to help you out. There's no need to be rude. If you're going to keep being rude, I'm not going to work with you anymore. That's that's usually what what it boils down to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to do that again re- the other day. I told somebody I was going to hang up the phone on them if they were going to keep being rude to me. Yeah, you do have um, a certain amount of power in that regard. Yeah, don't you? like you're like, calling me or you're, yeah. you're like here to work with me. Yeah, like, you have the obligation to refuse yeah. to, to help. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I, like I dare somebody like above me to come after me for that. If I do if I if I'm like just. I understand if I'm like being a piece of shit and I'm like swearing at somebody, but if I'm just like not willing to put up with your shit and I tell you that I'm not willing to put up with your shit, I don't see there's, you should never be in a position where you're eating somebody's shit. Yeah. <laughs> unless you're into that, you know, unless you're the coprophagia, <laughs> which should is never be in a position where you're eating someone. You should shit. never be the Smith family. Minus and dad. How long y'all been eating poop? We have never. never. The funniest thing about that to me is that he says minus the dad. Minus the dad. <laughs> the Smith family. Minus the dad. It's really funny. So anyway, I guess I'm fucked for similar reasons. Although, I, yeah, I guess, I guess it's very, very similar. I'm like at this point where I'm. I've talked about it before on the show where I'm like I'm frustrated at work and I'm like I'm getting better. Yeah. Um, but like for me, for me, for me, a lot of this is coming to the point where I have to like, I have to reconcile with myself what I'm doing wrong. Um, which is a lot more maturity than I've, that I'm, (laughs) that I'm comfortable, you know what I mean? (laughs) Having, um, like, you know, coming, coming to the realization that I am also part of the problem, um, Mm. like, and being able to like turn especially in a job like where I'm at where it's sales like being able to turn my attitude around is very tough and I feel like I have these spurts of it where I'm like and there's a lot of stuff that I'm not going to get into here like in the background like I feel like I'm not getting paid enough and you know which who doesn't you know everybody feels like they could be making more money yeah um but like you know part of it part of the problem is definitely me and I feel like I have to I feel like I have to be able to reconcile that and not fight everything. And you know what I mean? OK, I, I don't know how to put it. Like, yeah, it's really hard to talk about this without being specific, isn't it? I, I can be I, you know what? I can be specific because like, the people I work with who listen to this podcast are going to understand. Like, you know, I, I'm one of those people who like I, I, I have to have you be brutally honest with me. I, I yeah, I prefer honesty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Always. And if that's brutal and if that hurts my feelings and if I get mad about it, then that's on me to take that how it is. Uh-huh. But if like your perception is something that I don't like, I would rather hear that than have something danced around. Yeah. And I'm to this point now 
uh, where I work, where the people that are around me and uh, the people that are above me, for the most part, are people who are willing to tell me, you know what I mean, the way it is, Mm -hmm. um, which I have not had. I, I like it had not been my experience in the past where someone would sit me down and, you know, be like, okay, this is this is how it is now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's frustrating because like I haven't had that for so long. And I've, I'm one of those people who's like super strong willed and like super opinionated at work. And, you know, uh, I would be like I would be a great union person like in the <laughs> 70s. You know what I mean? Like right, when unions right. were in full swing. Yeah. I think I would be an excellent union rep. Like it, when unions mattered, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I know what you mean. I, I think I would yeah. be a really great union rep because I think I would be the guy who would go to bat for people a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, you absolutely would. Yeah. But like the, the thing is, when you're not in that situation, you come across as an asshole a lot of the time. And I, ha- I have to reconcile with the fact that a, a lot of times I come off way stronger than I mean to be. And I have to be willing to learn and overcome that. And I'm having a hard time with it. Okay. So that's why I'm fucked. Because <laughs> I feel like it got to the point where at my job, I, I felt like I I was not I was being taken for granted and I was being shit on for so long. Yeah. And and the part of that is the retail mentality because mm-hmm. you have a lot of other people who also feel the same way and it's just that path of negativity. Yep. Yeah. It's all, like, you know we all pull together. We all kinda. pull together. We all you know and everybody kind of feeds into that and everybody's talking shit about everybody and it's that's part of it. <laughs> right. And like I, you know I, and I everybody falls for that to some degree but like. There's a point where, like, you have to be able to look yourself in the mirror and think, like, what can I be doing better? And I'm get I've gotten to that point, and I'm just creeping my way there. But it's very hard to reconcile that because I don't think I'm mature enough to to handle that information and do what I need to do um, to make that better. But if if brutal honesty is is one thing you value, yes. why why can't you value that from yourself? I do value that for myself, actually. I, I do I do value that for myself, but the problem is I value that from myself when it's when it's not directed at myself. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Like I value I, I because that's the kind of person that I, I that I like to be friends with is people who won't beat around the bush with me. That's the kind of people yeah. that I like to surround myself with or people who are honest. Because to me, really brutal honesty, even if it stings a little bit, just means that you care. Right. You know, in most circumstances, in yeah. most circumstances, um, there are people who are brutally honest just to just be to edgy, be, uh, yeah, and to be a dick, right? Yeah, <laughs> which is not something that I want to do. And I've done that. I've I've said shit before that, like, you know, has bordered on like, no, you're just being an asshole, and you you got to be willing to like, like back off on that. Um, but like the thing is, again, this is not a job that I expect to be at forever. Um, I know. I'm sorry. We're, yeah, we're, God, we're, I would we're, hope not. <laughs> um, yeah, it's not be, like and that's another part of it is like, I feel like I'm not going anywhere there. Mm. Um, uh, and and part of that is my fault. Uh, part of that is not my fault. But, you know, I have to be willing to reconcile and get better. Yeah. And I'm, I, I'm feeling really fucked because I'm not good enough at that yet. <sighs> and I don't know if I'll ever be good enough at that yet. But I think that's maybe part of getting older is like being willing to play the game. Yeah, my boss. Really my, my boss told me something. Um, my direct boss told me like, "You got to be willing to play the game." And I'm like, "Dude, I played the game for a long time, and I didn't get anything for it." And he's like, 
you got to play the game differently, (laughs) you know, and like I was pissed off about that. And then I went home and sat and thought about it. And I'm like, you know, he's not wrong. He he told me he told me he's like, look what I did. And I'm like, yeah, well, you, you know, did this and you did that. And then I thought, okay, yeah, he did this and did that. And that's yeah, he played the game. Yeah, it's a a question of what you really want out of your job. Correct. You know, yeah, yeah. Do you want to climb? You know, you want to climb the ladder? You want to be? proud of your job are you lucky enough to have a job that lets you do both i just like to maybe not be so frustrated with the situation in myself and i Mm. think a huge part of that starts with being mature enough to do everything i can um to improve that experience and if nobody else is helping me improve that experience then i know that but i i want to be in a position where i'm able to look myself in the mirror and say that I did everything I could to be successful. Yeah. Um, before I, you know, before it gets to the point where I'm just like, fuck everything. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? You want to come to that conclusion after you've done everything that you can. Yeah. You don't want to go storming with any doubts in your mind. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm, I'm frustrated because I'm trying to, and like I said, I, I think, I think it's a little bit of everybody's fault. Um, but I, it starts like in my mind, it starts with me and what I can do to be, to be better that I'm not doing. Are you sure that you have not eaten enough shit? I'm not. That's the other part of the problem. There's lots of shit to eat. I I feel, I I feel like I have, I felt like I had, um, but like, that's part of life though. Right? Like, isn't that part of life is eating a lot of garbage on the way. Yeah. Just eating shit. Right. Part of life is, is also knowing when to stand up for yourself. You know, it's, it's, I have that down. It's a balancing act for sure. I have that down, but, but it's, uh, (laughs) I see what you're writing down, but, uh, but it's, you know, it, it definitely is. It's a balancing act. Sometimes, you know, it sucks, but you got to settle sometimes. Yeah. I, and I'm not good with that. I think that's what it, yeah. I'm not. I'm super not good with that. I, I you know, uh, both in. Well, and like I'm, I'm not willing. It's so weird because I'm willing to settle a lot of things in my personal life. Like my wife. <laughs> no, I'm no, 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 absolutely not. no, that is not true. No. no, that's just the worst possible thing you could say. <laughs> so you went for it. Um, no, I, I am willing to settle a lot of like personal life. OK, like good example. I'm one of those people where if um, they send me the wrong food out at a restaurant, I'm going to just eat it because, yeah, I, number one, like it's not I'm not going to get that mad about it because I just like food. Yeah. So as long as it's something that I like, I'm just going to be like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you know what I mean. Things no, like I'll, that. I'll eat it, but I'm not happy, and I might not go there. Again. Mild tenders, oh, really? Spicy yeah. tenders. See, I'm, I'm not that. See, I'm just like, eh, whatever. People make mistakes. I don't care. No. Yeah, <laughs> especially people at fast food. Yeah. Who are like overworked and underpaid. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, they. Gave I'll me, never complain. They gave me mild instead of spicy tenders. It's fine. Oh, yeah, I'm whatever. A, I'm not a complainer. Yeah. I'm not a but complainer. I'll be disappointed, and I won't go there again. Really? Oh, see, I'm not that. I'm not the guy. I'm just like, eh, yeah, whatever. I like mashed potatoes too. <laughs> you know, I'm not picky. So, like, yeah. I'm willing to settle on little stuff like that. But, like, when it comes to work, I feel like and this is another thing. Like, I feel like I'm just so, like, no, like, I'm willing to die on every hill. Yeah. And I'm like, that's it's, it's not the way that, like. <laughs> well, you start to feel that way, too. I, I don't know. I could be wrong. But not- I feel like if enough time goes by and enough bullshit lands on your, you know, doorstep and enough times where you wanted this thing to happen and then sure. it went yeah. a different way, you start to just be like. 
no, fuck it. I'm digging in because like yeah. you have not pacified me enough. With, with the so way here we are with the way a lot of jobs are in this country. Not enough people dig it. Not enough yeah. people say, sure, I no, agree. I deserve more for what I do. Yeah. You know, also yeah. smiling and eating shit and continuing to, you know, just go with the status quo does not necessarily mean things get better. Sure. And, I, it, I, and it doesn't even necessarily mean you feel better. Sure. I, I know that. No, I, I understand that. But like, I, I know in my heart of hearts that there's more that I can <clears> be doing. Yeah. Just in general, just in like not even in work, but like in life in general to be like no, like I yesterday, I told you I was like super depressed and super bummed out. Mm-hmm. And I'm one of those people like I'm sure I have the clinical book definition of depression. Mm-hmm. I'm not sad at all. Right. But I have the clinical like sadness doesn't always have to be. A I have a hard time rolling out of bed in the morning. You know, yeah. it's, you know, kind of you don't enjoy things that you usually enjoy sometimes. Sure. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And that's the like and that's the looking inward thing. Like and that's really hard and really scary to do because then I, I start asking questions like, OK, well, why don't you go out and try and exercise more? Why don't you try and do the things because you like more? It's hard and yes. it's not as fun as a video game. Yes, exactly. But the thing <laughs> is, like, when I'm so depressed that I don't even want to play video games, I just want to, like, lay down and watch stuff on my phone. That's fucking that's bad. Mm-hmm. Like, if I don't want to go out anywhere or do anything like. See, see, I, I drive myself crazy trying to plot my free time sometimes. Yeah. It's like, all right, when I get home, I want to do this. I want to do this. Uh, there, there's all this stuff that like I want to do outside of work mm-hmm. and I drive myself crazy and I stay up way too late trying to do it all. Me too. Yeah, I, I do that too. See, the thing is I, I stay up way late and then I feel like shit the next morning when I try and get up mm-hmm. and you know, it's, it's like a, it's a hard cycle, but a lot of that is like, yeah, but do, you, do you really owe 100% to the job you're at? I, I don't think anybody owes 100%. To most jobs that they're at, unless it's something that you've built yourself. Sure. I don't think anybody anywhere owes 100% to any job unless it's your life's work and your passion and it's something like something that you've built yourself. I guess I'm just I'm just saying if, if you come into work sleepy and yawning and. and oh, yeah, that's know, not that's, that's not the end of the world. Right. That's not the <laughs> end of the world. But, it, but it's like a matter of like, you know, you could try looking a little enth- more enthusiastic about your job. Yeah, well, you could you try, try fucking off. Right? Yeah, right. No, <laughs> but, fuck you. Pay me. But there is there is a line where it's like, you know, I, I got to just for my own positive mental health and my own sanity. I have to like. Yeah. You know, like if you act positive and you try and go in with your best foot forward, you eventually that's got got to improve your mood. Right. Like mm. um, so that I, that I don't know. That's why I'm fucked. I just feel like I, I feel like personally, I feel like I could be doing more for myself just at sure. work and in general and, you know, try and lift my spirits a little bit. And, yeah. 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 It's tough. It's just a tough thing. It's Not to like bring the mood down or anything. No, 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 no. I'm already feeling all this shit. Yeah, that's why <laughs> this is going to be a nice, easy episode yeah. for everybody. The, the trick is finding those things, and when you yeah. find those things, you got to be, you got to be, you know, on the ball enough to recognize, like, oh, hey, this makes me feel really good. Yeah. This is what I should be chasing after. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, um, you know, beer, for instance. <laughs> beer makes right. me feel great. Yeah, right. It sure does, doesn't it? <laughs> Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> if that's your source of. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I you know, I, I get it. Like, that's, you know. Yeah. That's a huge source of joy for myself as well. Um, so is cigars. So are and most of the stuff that's bad for me. I really, really like. Yeah. Um, I really feed into that. Um, oh, yeah. 
But you know, and I mean, who who do we know that doesn't drink more than they probably should? Do you know what I mean? My wife. Yes. My wife. Yeah, but she. The thing is, she can't. <laughs> she can't. But she didn't really she before, didn't before either. Right. Yeah. <laughs> my wife too. Yeah, my wife doesn't. My wife. My wife. Um. So should we? Yeah. Let's let's yeah, break. Let's take a break because we've been going a really long time. <laughs> like I said, this is gonna be. I'm, I'm, I don't. I don't have an as bad as it gets this week. We're just gonna go right into the topic. And Groovy. Just, you know. Okay. Oh, I do. I do have that joke I wanted to tell her. Oh yeah. Earlier. So oh, yeah, we'll, you we'll know do that. Yeah. Let's do that when we come back. When we come yeah. Back when we come back, a, a joke that a joke. I, I've been hyping up and is probably gonna make people groan. <laughs> <Ooh. laughs> I like a good groaner of a joke. Yeah. yeah. Especially doesn't? the longer the joke is. It's a. It's a decent length. <laughs> like, 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 like when the band, it's a decent length, Reese. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on that, we'll take a break. Welcome to the Three Dude Podcast. Yeah. Uh, you can find us at threedudecast.com. If you're wondering whether that's spelled with the numeral three or the word three, the answer is yes. We're so proud of ourselves. We're so clever. We're such clever boys. Wow. We've switched hosting to Podbean. You can still find us on iTunes and Google Play. Mm-hmm. So give us a like. Yeah, give us a like. Give us a listen. Give us a review somewhere. Give, give us a sandwich. Give us a high five. Give us sponsorship. Please give us a hug. Give us that money. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, what's up? We've been talking about China, and you don't want to hear it. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Because you know what they you know what they say about those Chinese people. They can fly. (laughs) I have heard that lesser known stereotypes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what was the one? No, from the from the from the Onion movie. (laughs) Black people. Yeah, black people love saltwater taffy. <laughs> which, which I guess is objectively true, but like everyone loves saltwater taffy. Love salt taffy. <laughs> Peruvians are always swooping in at the last minute to save the day. Yeah, <laughs> it's such a weird one. It's a really, yeah, really, really like weird oddly one. specific um, and weirdly positive too. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> to say, and they do. If you've ever seen, spoiler alert for the end of the Onion movie, they do save the day at the end of the movie. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Nice. Um, so we're back. Like, like I said, I don't have yes. an as bad as it gets this week. Um, I just didn't think of one. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, it's all right. Um, it doesn't matter. It's going to be an easy episode. I've said that already. It's going to be easy. It's yeah. going to be easy. <laughs> easy uh, like Sunday morning. So I just realized there's a spider web right in front of your face. Yeah, cards. right. Uh, there's no spider attached to it. So it's we're good. <laughs> it's right. It's like two inches in front of your face this yep. whole time. Spider not home. <laughs> Please. New Believe web. Believe it is. or not, George isn't at home. Please leave a message at the beep. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> Where could I be? Is that little face? <laughs> Where could I be? Believe it or not, I'm not home. I was watching a bunch of old Seinfeld. <laughs> you know, I, I have it all on my Plex server. I still don't watch. I've only ever seen clips. Oh, really? That's that's just oh. one of the clips I've, I've never watched like, a full episode of let's Seinfeld. Let's make a plan sometime soon here to watch like two or three episodes of Seinfeld. Yeah, sure. Give me your viewer's choice for Seinfeld, oh, and I will okay. do that. Well, easy. I mean, you I got, that's that super easy because we, we could do that tonight, even after the after the cast. Yeah, I That'd think everyone's nice. in, let's, let's in, in agreement that the bet is like one of the greatest. Oh, the bet is the classic. <laughs> we can all agree. I think that's actually the one you have to see. Yeah. 
The bet is I'm out. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's one of those things that like no one did anything remotely like it on TV before, and people were shocked and embarrassed that they did it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, you're okay. Right. I'm 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 into it. Let's watch it after the cast. <laughs> okay. Let's watch the bet after the that cast. That one's that's a good one. Um, oh, what. What was the what was the TV show set that Kramer had? He had the set of the okay. So what happens is Kramer goes up to a dumpster <laughs> and finds in it the entire set for the Merv Griffin That's show. It. <laughs> so what he does naturally is sets it up in his fucking apartment. <laughs> of course. And when people walk in, he's welcoming welcoming oh, yeah. them on set. Smoke it. <laughs> Smoking the cigar, <laughs> really funny. And they sit down dutifully in their seats and like, yeah, <laughs> what the shit? It's really weird. Uh, uh, the episode where George did everything opposite. <laughs> oh yeah, wasn't that where he got hired by the Yankees? For yes, the- he whatever his instinct was, he, he was going to do the opposite of that thing, yeah. and he he found his way to like the like yeah. the prominent spot in the Yankees organization. <laughs> um, my name's George. I'm unemployed and I live with my fa- my parents. <laughs> He's <just> like super <laughs> honest. <laughs> There was uh, there was one that was um, oh god I just had it. Uh, there's one where Jerry is doing stand up, uh-huh. and he finds uh, it, well he has a tape recorder he leaves in the audience to record the set in the audience and everything and like you know sort of use oh, it to evaluate yeah. itself. And when he goes to pick it up later, he, there's a woman talking real sultry and low into the tape recorder, <laughs> saying like the dirtiest stuff. <laughs> And it's driving him crazy, and he wants to figure out who she is, and that's all I want to tell you. That's yeah. a really okay. good one. Yeah, right. yeah, I yeah, I, I want to watch. Uh, I want to watch one episode of your choice tonight at okay. least. It's got to be the bet. If you've it's never seen the bet. the bet, it's it's. Like, I've never seen any full episode of Seinfeld. It's it's, it's that bad. It's outrageously funny. <laughs> okay. still outrageously. It, funny. it really is. Okay. It's, it's actually so timeless that it's always sunny. Did a clip show last season, and they were remembering their favorite memories, and they went. Oh, remember the time we had the contest? And they just reenacted the bet from Seinfeld <laughs> with two Jerry's because there's too many cast yeah, members. Right. <laughs> yeah, uh, Char- Charlie is Kramer uh, is really funny. He is very good. <laughs> I'm out. Uh, anyway, so uh, you have a joke for us in place of as good as it or as bad as it gets. Yeah. Okay. So so uh, uh, so Chris just recently bought an electronic drum set. Yes. And uh, it sounds really cool and it's really awesome. We were fucking around with it earlier. Yeah. Um, but it reminded me. It reminded me of a of a dumb joke. Um, so there's an anthropologist in uh, deep in the Amazon rainforest uh, interacting with this tribe of people. And they really like him. He really likes them. And he's learning a lot, an awful lot about their their customs and traditions. Okay. Um, and so he's he's even conversing with his guide, you know, using some phrases in the native language. And, and you know, things are going great. And then one day he wakes up to the sound of a beating drum in the jungle. Boom, 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 boom. He gets up. He goes outside. Everyone, everyone in the village has stopped dead in their tracks. They're stock stiff in fear. They've gone pale. He goes up to this guy. He sees the guide like nervously looking around the tree line. He's like, he's like, what is this? What's going on? Is it a declaration of war? What is it? He says, he says, no, no, no. The drums have started. We we don't want them to stop. He's like, he's like, why can't the drums stop? And he says, he says, we should keep going. We should just keep going. I, I'll, I'll take you up the river. I'll, I'll show you where we where we trawl for fish. So they keep they keep going the entire time. Boom, 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 boom. 
and the you know his guy's looking around nervously and and he, he says is is it uh is it magic is it, is it some kind of shamanistic ritual and and the guide says can't say too horrible <laughs> up up here is where we 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 catch our uh we catch our trout and so they they disembark the guide you know learning how to how to trawl for fish the native way and you know the guy seems to you know calm down even as as the drums are are pounding boom 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 he pulls a whole whole big load of trout in sets it on the the river bank and all of a sudden the drums stop the celebration of his catch just goes deathly silent everyone goes stock stiff he leans into his guide and he says the drums have stopped the guide says yes Yes, I know. And the, the anthropologist says, what happens now? And with mortal terror in his eyes, the guide turns to him and says, bass solo. <laughs> That's really weird. jokes <laughs> yeah i love that one because you can tell it whatever way you want yeah right you can, you can build up as much drama and suspense as you want god that's fantastic <laughs> i like that one i didn't see that coming uh, that's good so oh. uh we we have a topic for today don't we, we? do we? like i said this is gonna be uh, i had several other topics that i was bouncing around um but honestly, I think this is just going to be kind of a nice, coasty kind of episode. Okay. Um, so if you guys are looking for something like super hilariously, uproariously funny, it's probably not going to happen in this episode. So, uh, well, you uh, never know. You never know. It could. It's, it's, we've definitely, you know, proven that wrong before. Uh, but I wanted to do a follow up for the State of the Dudian that we did um, oh. over a year ago at this point. Oh, uh, OK. So I want to do hell. State of the Dudian part two because we're kind of, uh, again, finding ourselves at a... Uh, another turning point, I guess, here. Mm, um, it kind of feels like it. So, uh, and it f- kind of fits the mood tonight where we're all just kind of like, eh. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, State of the Union. What's the going on? I want to know what's going on in everybody's lives. I just got married. So, yeah, that's yeah, true. Super cool. I was there, in fact. I saw it happen. <laughs> you were. Not a dry eye in the house, I would say. No. Nah. That was. No, a except, except for old. Uh, except for, except for old uh, Dry Eyes Johansson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he can't help it. He's got a medical condition. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but that won't stop us from giving him an awkward nickname. <laughs> Old dry eyes. Old dry eyes. How is the gold in them hills looking? He's off in the corner. I, I, I told you I'm a software developer. I don't prospect for anything. <laughs> He's off in the corner doing eye drops going, ooh, 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 ooh. No, ooh. look, I'm sad. I'm crying. Oh, damn. Oh, dry eyes. We know you're faking. Old dry eyes. Johnson, it looks like there's, there's stormy weather coming up the cliff. <laughs> Uh, I, I I wouldn't know. I don't spend a lot of time outdoors. <laughs> dry eyes. Old Johnson. dry eyes. Johnson. Dry eyes. Johnson. Yeah, it's good, man. Default good. last name. Uh, <laughs> everything has been really great um, so yeah. far. I've been married for a, a, a month and a day at this point now. So right. that's cool. How does it feel? 
how does it feel? Uh, it feels really good. It feels yeah. better than being almost married. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> the thing is, being yeah. almost married lasts a really long time. Sure does. But then, like, once you're married, you're just married. You mm -hmm. don't count the months until, I mean, you do the, count the years, I guess. But yeah, yeah, you gotta do anniversaries yeah, like, and shit. Yeah. You got the you got the wood anniversary, the, the cotton anniversary, the, the <laughs> smegma <laughs> anniversary. <laughs> you got the cheese anniversary, the, the fucking uh, vodka anniversary. Right. The soap scum anniversary. The, the, uh, the Bob Evans mashed potatoes <laughs> anniversary. The uranium anniversary. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, the Taco Bell cheesy gordita crunch <laughs> anniversary. The Rustolium anniversary. <laughs> the Tostitos Fiesta anniversary. The Just a Big Bucket of Clams anniversary. <laughs> the GoDaddy.com anniversary. The Live Human Sacrifice anniversary. Yeah, yeah. it's fun. I'm yeah. really looking forward to that. Yeah, that, um, that one's great. My well, that's favorite when you've been married for 300 years, right. so. <laughs> uh. Yeah, the Eldritch Summoning <laughs> anniversary. <laughs> yeah, where they bring you back and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's bodies become one, and, mm -hmm. and you merge into the, the ultimate consciousness and the yep. great wisdom of the cosmos. Yeah, Dread Cthulhu grants you his tentacly blessing. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. All of those yeah. good ones. My great, my grandparents did that. They they came back with their eyes removed. <laughs> How romantic! Good times. They were puppeted yeah. around on tentacles. It was horrifying. Yeah. Uh, horrifying, you know, a little thing, heartwarming. Like, we like, had corn, like from Beetlejuice. You remember the scene where she pulls her eyes out and she's doing oh, the yeah, wiggly right. thing? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just I watched bits and pieces of that for the first time. Uh, uh, without going into too much detail, uh, uh, my fiance had to had to you know go to the hospital just for a little bit. I was sitting there, we were watching TV, yeah. and Beetlejuice was on. I've never seen Beetlejuice. So oh I, man, I, that's a great movie. I caught watch. I caught like most of it. Yeah, it's a good flick, man. Yeah, Weir um, weirdly featuring Alec Baldwin. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just like Alec Baldwin as a Baldwin of the past, a very different Baldwin yeah. than he is today. Mm. And then that, um, uh, what's that guy? That guy from Ferris Bueller who like got he, he like he got caught with child porn, didn't he? <laughs> what the, the principal from Ferris Bueller, the, you know, red, the redheaded guy? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he got caught with like Ooh, child porn. That makes Beetlejuice like a little weirder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, that makes Ferris Bueller a little weirder. <laughs> yeah, Grace. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh, Ferris Bueller has one of my one of my favorite underappreciated comedy lines of all time. Where he's like he he like he got beat up or something. He's like his suits torn up and he, he like stumbles into a bar. You know, he's he's like, you know, just about had enough of chasing Ferris around Chicago. And, yeah. and he goes, uh, he goes, uh, uh, there's a baseball game on the TV. And he, and he says, what's the score? And the bartender says, nothing, nothing. He says, who's winning? And the, bar <laughs> and the bartender just like slowly turns to him like <laughs> the Cubs. <laughs> That's good. You just reminded me of one of my favorite comedy lines ever. It's like it's a line in The Sopranos that's like <laughs> super like this. You wouldn't you had to, you have to catch it on like watch throughs like you know like future watch throughs. It's like way in the second season. Remember Richie April? Richie, yeah. yeah. So he's like. Tony meets Richie at a mall. It, it's this guy who just got out of jail. He's like from the old guard, oh, like okay. 80s mob. And mm -hmm. uh, Tony, Tony's a boss now. And this guy gets out and he's, you know, like this guy's dealing with the fact that Tony, who was like young and unimportant when he went away, is now the boss. Right. So they meet each other at a, a mall because Tony's trying not to be seen at any of the regular hangouts, you know, with these guys. And he goes, uh, he runs into Richie and he goes, hey, what's up? 
And uh, Richie's just like, fucking Dick Barone. Like, 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 ah, fucking, like, for the fucking guy, you know, he's yeah. ah, fucking Dick Barone. And Tony goes, well, as long as you two are happy. <laughs> 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 and it's just like this quick little, like, zing, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's got like the rhythm of vaudeville. In yeah, it. right. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, that is a, that is a real Laurel and Hardy joke. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you two are happy. It's so funny. Uh, speaking good. of another great comedy line, I've told you guys the, my, one of my favorite, my, probably my favorite line <clears throat> of The Departed. Is uh, <laughs> Alec Baldwin <laughs> again? We come back to Baldwin. Yeah, right. Um, oh, yeah, the bevy of Baldwin. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> they're they're setting up a sting operation, and he's like, just talking like really, really fast at yeah. uh, Matt Damon's character, and he's like, oh, he's uh, this is gonna be great. This is gonna be great. I'm going outside for a smoke. You want to smoke? You don't smoke, do you? You're one of those fitness nuts. Or is it, you, what are you? One of those fitness nuts? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> and he <it's, laughs> turns just around and leaves. Immediately. It's like bang, bang, bang. <laughs> There's not a pause in that. Yeah. It uh, was faster than I thought it was going to be when I finally heard it. He's got a lot of great lines. That One of them is like, <laughs> there's so many funny Baldwin lines. He, he's, <laughs> he says something like, uh, you married? He's, when, he's, when Matt Damon first gets promoted, he's like, you married? Hey, guys, no, no. Uh, I got a girl, though. I'm hoping, you know, soon. And Baldwin goes, nah, that's good. That's good. Being married's a good thing. Let's people know you're not a homo. <laughs> Jesus Christ. People see the ring, they think, ah, someone wants to fuck the guy. It's like, it's just, like he just leaves with, ah, let's people know you're not a homo. <laughs> oh my God. It's, oh, that's, that's so funny. Uh, Oh, that's oh. great. No, it's uh, all this to say that everything has been, we got off on a tangent there. Everything's been really good. Yeah. I'm really enjoying being you're, married. You're, you're married now, so no, no one thinks you're a homo. No, nobody thinks I'm a homo. I can't say that I'm with a straight sure. face. Yeah. I, can't, I can't say that word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Uh, it leaves really a bad funny. taste in my mouth. It is really funny. <laughs> um, uh, that's funny. No, it's it's great being married. But married life is way better than almost married life. There's yeah. no. It's like I, I keep saying, like it's so strange because in order for things to go back to normal in our lives, we had to get married. Yeah, right. like we had to yeah. get it you out had to go of the through way. This whole thing, right? Like just e to get back to living normally. Everything because well, there's not a date that you're working towards right. while yeah, you're married, right. and now you're, you're just sleeping with someone with your last name. So that's weird. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. I didn't think about it that way at all. It's 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 a good thing, man. It's like everything. It's been. It's been. <laughs> it's been like since two Aprils ago. Uh, like two Aprils ago is when I proposed, and like everything. Happened like two in two Aprils ago. Yeah, like uh, yeah, it's been it's been a while. It's been a while. Oh my god. Yeah, right. That was when I proposed when we were in Boston, like not this past April, but the April I remember. before that. I distinctly I distinctly remember how Trisha sounded when she says, "Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me?" <laughs> yeah. Oh, good pro tip. If you're ever going to propose to anybody, get that shit on film. Yeah. You'll thank yourself right. later. Ten times. Advice better. taken yes. and acted on. <laughs> you're you're gonna appreciate it later. It's important. Oh to yeah. Have it. Oh, we already um, have. Yeah, um, but it's it's been so long now that like it just feels like an eternity ago. Even like the wedding feels like an eternity ago now. Yeah, it's just so crazy to me that it, it, like you have this whole mess and all that stuff happens so quickly. Like yeah, her and I moved in together immediately after 
we got back. We got the, we found out we got the apartment and moved in like within two or three weeks of yeah, right. getting back home. Like, yeah. And we had to like figure that all out financially. And, you know, fortunately we had set some money aside for it to make it work, <laughs> you know, beforehand. So yeah. we, we expected to be like moving in several months later. Um, but it just so happened that the apartment, there was a really good apartment that was available like right then. And, yeah. you know, we made it work. Um, so yeah, like it's been very, very busy, like from that point onward. Yeah. Right. You're like planning everything, working towards something. Right. And very frustrating, and like you, you, there's nothing that, like I, I would imagine until you have children, there's nothing that will test your relationship more than that. <laughs> yeah, I would think um, so. I'm gonna have children. Yeah, right. That's the thing. Like it was just, you know, it was like one big consistent test. It's like the warm up, I think, for like it is future strife. Yeah. So yeah, and we got through it, and everything is just just great now. Everything's back to normal. Um, That's nice. It's kind of scary in a way because now there's just. It's weird. Now, now like, you're just doing it. Now we're just doing the thing. Like it's yeah. just it's just normal life now. Um, <laughs> and we talked about this before on the show, probably in the last episode. Like the just the mundaneness of normal everyday life. You know what I mean? <laughs> sure. Well, it's like, but that's that's comforting in a way. It, I I think so too. Yeah. Everything you do, like as you lead up to getting married, feels like a goal or like like there's like a destination kind of thing. And then like I figure once you're married, you're just after all that time of like having an end point. Now it's just like, well, now we just do this till we're dead. Yeah. Like, honestly, <laughs> honestly, like, like there have been more and more times recently, like, like really ever since I moved in with Aubrey. Yeah. Where like, I'll just like, you know, she'll be out on the, on the patio and I'll just, I'll just step out there with her and, and sit in the chair with a beer in my hand. Yeah. And be like, you know what? This is perfect. Yeah, right. this is exactly what I want out of life. And and everything is perfect at this moment in time. And that's that's what that's what it's all about. Yeah. You know, yeah. just just getting to that point where, you know, no worries, nothing. You, you, you have you have someone who loves you unconditionally right next to you and and a beer in your hand. I said yeah. that already, but it's <laughs> but it bears repeating. <laughs> no, you're right. There's there's a thing about that, like. I, I just, you know, you're in a space that's that you two have custom made to your to your specifications. Right. And that's that's a huge thing. I remember when I first moved out and it, it like having my own space where like, you know, I had the Stanley Cup poster above my computer. Remember that? And, you know, the guitar <laughs> off to the side and the Genesis hooked up to the TV. I was like, yeah. This is this is perfect for my place yeah, and time. This is what know? I look like as a room. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it, it's really cool to like feng shui, I Ching, uh, Taekwondo, all that shit. Yeah, because right, there's definitely yeah. gonna come stuff. Uh, Mugu Gai Pan, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. General Sao's chicken, <laughs> uh, pork egg roll, happy family. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's every, it. Every Chinese place has a happy family on the menu. It's like <clears throat> it's like what beef, pork, and chicken. Yeah, it's right. more. Yeah. It's like beef, pork, chicken, shrimp. scallop, and shrimp. It's yeah. like the whole fucking yes, mess right. of it. Uh, um, well, shit. Maybe that's why they call it Happy Family yeah, because it's, it's meant for a family to eat it. Probably. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, probably like a double, a double thing. <laughs> I can't imagine any family that, that is happy being cooked up and served. So I think it's it's who you're serving it to that's the happy yeah. family. There's some people. I mean, yeah. I know this guy who was willing to surrender his leg. So that's <laughs> I didn't say surrender. I said if I lost it in an accident. The thing is, I know I said this. At the They're time not just going to chuck it in a garbage heap somewhere. <laughs> I want to keep that. You guys do know that exact thing happened, right? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah the sure. guy who like had his leg amputated and managed to like get them to let him keep it because it was his leg and then actually had a fucking dinner party. Yeah, right. To serve his leg to four of his friends. That happened. That's I want to know what the results were of that. I want to know how it, how it tasted. I believe it was not great, but it wasn't bad. But I can't remember. Okay. It, human is tough. It's yeah. very so gamey. It's, so it's just like a, it's a like, leg, you know, it's like a dry chicken breast. Like, yeah, it fills you up and the barbecue sauce is great. But, <laughs> you know, it's it's still dry. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's just chicken. I think it would not be a choice. It would not be a choice thing to eat, but it wouldn't be terrible. Right. Like you could do it if you needed to. Yeah. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. Through it. Yeah. Anyway, so anyway, <laughs> no, it's it's you're right. It is. There's something about being able to decorate a space together. Yeah, you know that's both of your thing because you, there's you're gonna have like lots of disagreements, um, and sometimes you don't agree on the way that you want. You have to compromise on certain things. You know what yeah. I mean? I um, I have not because I've I've I accepted pretty quickly that that Aubrey is a lot better at decorating. Oh yeah, I, absolutely. She's yeah. way better. Be- I wouldn't. I I don't think I would ever give a shit about like like. I mean, you remember my apartment. I hung a few posters up, and that right. was pretty much it. Yeah, Aubrey, Aubrey goes like all out, and I'm like, I like, I, I'm just really excited to see what she does every time a holiday rolls around. Yeah, yeah. Right. right. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it, it's much easier when you have someone who's better at smarter and better at stuff than you are. That yeah, they kind of just have it. And I keep telling her like every once every few months, I'll look at her and I'll be like, Hey, you know this place that we're like sleeping in looks more and more like a place that people live in every day <laughs> like it looks like a like a home where people you yeah. know enjoy themselves right which is so weird because I've, I've never been used to that it's been very bare bones so. yeah yeah well, you know it's funny we're talking about this because that has been one of the central things about this house that i feel like christy has been attempting to gradually like change and get me to change yes. is mm-hmm. like because she has said it before more than once is you know like I feel like you moved into this place and it just it never became your place. And I'm like, yeah, I guess so. Because there's like pink tile in the bathroom, yeah. and like <laughs> so, like weird vaginal wallpaper in the bedroom. Nice. Like things that I definitely yeah. didn't decide to do. Yeah. Um, you know, like like the we we pulled up the uh, carpet at the end of last year. That was super <laughs> you cool. You said we 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 pulled up the carpet. <laughs> if you uh, know yes. what I'm saying. <laughs> We uh, renovated the <laughs> Anyway. Oh, so stupid. We did pull up the carpet at the yes. end of last year. That was great. Yeah. That made the living room like 10 times nicer to be in. Yeah. And we're eventually going to do stuff in the dining room. And I don't know what else. But like, that's her thing is just like, why don't we make this like a house like like that we want it to be? Yeah. Instead absolutely. of just what you moved into that's already sure, here. A box. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like a box with walls and a ceiling. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's super important. You already did a lot, dude. Like you had the you put the shelves up, you have the new lamps up now. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit here, a little bit there. Probably yeah. the the next things we'll want to do is put in a dishwasher in the which we can do. We it's can time. easily do. Yeah. Yes. Get it and, and install a permanent dishwasher. Uh, we can put in tile in the dining room. So mm-hmm. it's not the last bit of yellow carpeted shit in the house. We <laughs> yeah, can do right. that. Um, <laughs> You'll can, be amazed how much less people sneeze <laughs> in your apartment when the carpet's up. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, apartment. Yeah, yeah, or apartment, your house. <laughs> Do you know that they they make specific paint for tile that looks really good on it, that really? dries oh. to it really nicely, and that you could totally put that over that fucking ugly-ass pink tile in my bathroom and not have to retile the whole room? Nice. Oh, God. Yeah, just make it white tile, and all of a sudden you have a nice room you want to be in. Yeah, right. <laughs> so we have, we have ideas. You There's have an room. aggressively... 
1970s elderly person old bathroom. lady bathroom yeah like yeah. it's aggressively old it's very old <laughs> so does my my dad just moved into a new house too and he's got a, a, two yeah. aggressively old people bathrooms <laughs> like aggressively old do they have like big steel handrails bright pink you yeah. know what i mean like bright the pink pink. Thing. why the pink thing i don't a, know a bowl of seashells on the toilet thing yeah <laughs> one of those boxes covered in seashells and you open it up and there's more seashells in it <laughs> Like, why the fuck did anyone do this? Why was everything made of seashells? Could have left me a hustler or something. I mean, right. I'm going to be in here for like a good half hour. Yeah. You can't just jack off to these seashells. Jesus. I mean, I've tried. You can't. You can't do it. It's horrible. They're coarse and they're rough and they get everywhere. <laughs> what? Sorry. All right. <laughs> Oh, uh, anyway, yeah, no, that's. I think that was a thing. The pink bathroom, yeah, and the 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 like the seashell thing, the seashell theme, like yeah. oceanic theme. I just, I don't know, it's so bad. See, Trish is into the nautical thing, but we have a lot more like. It's not just seashells. It's yeah. you know what I mean. It's no, a, no, no, it's no. like grizzled sea captain type. Okay, stuff. so like what looks really great is like anchors and lighthouses. Lots of anchors, yes. and, lighthouses, and the waves themselves. We have a, we have a, of the ocean. She bought, went to Pat Catan's when we were buying shit for the wedding. <laughs> that gigantic wooden boat. Yeah, that's on my tchotchke shelf now. That shit yeah. looks fucking great. There's there's a big difference between like a beach theme and a nautical theme. Yeah, yes. I agree. And that's what that's what the difference is. Yeah, I think. ours is very uh, very nautical. Yeah, yeah. Um, Oh, dude, pro tip for everybody listening. Pop a poplar in your mouth when you come to Fishy Joe's. It's made of a mystery where it comes from. No one knows. You can eat them, you can treat them, you can something, something, something. If you promise not to sue us, you can stick one up your nose. It's a Futurama joke. I'm sorry. It's an old Futurama joke. It's a good one. Oh, God. No, um, well, uh, real talk, like early recommendation for everybody. Get yourselves a tchotchke shelf. If you don't have a tchotchke shelf in your house, get yourself a tchotchke shelf. All we have is tchotchke shelves. Does my bookshelf that's full of Aubrey's Funko Pops count? (laughs) Exactly. What are they if not tchotchkes? Yeah, for the modern age. They are the tchotchkes. Tchotchkes for nerds. Yeah. They're beanie babies for modern tchotchke nerds. Hell yeah, dude. I got got Funko Pops. I've got stuffed animals. I have my Harry Potter wand that we bought at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Yeah. I went to Ollivander's wand shop, humble brag. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, uh, bought my wand. I have the Master Sword from Zelda, which is super cool. That was sweet. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Krista and Ethan, our friends Krista and Ethan, bought us the Master Sword. So cool. Uh, <laughs> it's fucking rad. It's like to scale. Like I have a legit Master Sword on my tchotchke shelf. Yeah. Dope AF. It's like the coolest thing <laughs> in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Get a tchotchke <laughs> shelf. It's super cool. Yeah. And you could, I guess, put more important stuff on there. But why would you do that? Why would you do that instead of just cover it with tchotchkes? Yeah. When I think about you, I tchotchke shelf. <laughs> I tchotchke. <laughs> Don't, uh, Dave, uh, how are you doing? Uh, you know. So <laughs> the state of the dude. Yet. I don't even know how I want to put. Well, OK. Big update since uh, last year is Christy moved in. Yeah, right. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's a huge change. Yes. So we now both live here, which is cool. Uh, it has, uh, which is horrible. I hate it. The thing is, it has been absolutely not difficult at all to get used to. Yeah, because we already spent so much time yes. together here. That, that was my experience. Yeah. Right, exactly. Like at some point, you just get to like where living together is makes more sense. Yeah, it's just easier. Yeah, right. Um, uh, it's you know there have been a little adjustments, but for the most part, it's been pretty good. 
Cap. Um, little adjustments is my rap name. Little, <laughs> little adjustments. Little, little adjustments. <laughs> no, that's good, man. It, it, and the thing is, like, if you're with someone where, if when you're with someone who you want to be with, and yeah. if you're with someone, you know, that you're supposed to be with, it shouldn't be that difficult. Yeah, I think that's that's true. I, and that's not to say that things won't get hard at some point. Yeah, I'm tagging. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Bonus, Bonus. Uh, but yeah, like it, 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 my experience was largely the same. It was really easy to transition to yeah. a, an Indian woman. I was gonna say, <laughs> as soon as you said transition, I, my ears went up. What is he gonna say? say? Um, well, first of all, congratulations, Thank you're you. very brave. Indian woman. Um, yeah, no, I just, I don't know. It's been, yeah, it's, it's been, been pretty good. It's me. Good. Uh, we, I already mentioned we've been looking at different ways to improve this house and different projects to take on. One of the cool things we did recently was making those little LED lamps. Like, no, they're not. Like, yeah, they're like not even that complicated. Yeah, but they're super cute. But they look great. They look cool, and it was like a thing that we we spent like a Saturday doing. And yeah. that, okay, this is cool. It's really and fun. We like the way it looks. Yeah, and it's like just a fun project to do together. And like, I don't know. I think that's the best part of that is like doing things together that. Have mm. lasting results, like planting mums in the front yard or like yeah. little things mm. like that where it's like... You can see the... Yeah, we start to build up a thing that, you know, is our shared vision for this house. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, Trisha yeah. and I are both shoppers, so we're like... Yeah. Our big, like, outings are, like, going out and buying either new stuff for the house or, like, going out and getting dinner together. Yeah. There's a balance there. You got to have your own personal time, which is literally what Tuesday night is. Yeah, right. Um, mm. You know, uh, for both of us, I think. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, like, you got to – it's really nice to just have uh, – Trisha and I all very often don't have the same days off, so it's really nice to get together and have those. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Like, enjoying each other's company. Yeah. We, we tend to have, like, all, all the evenings together. Yeah. You know, but, but, you know, like it'll be sometimes it'll be like, oh, we're together around six o'clock. And sometimes it's, oh, well, we're not together until like nine o'clock. Yeah. You know, we have a few hours before. Right. You, you that's usually for us is like nine o'clock. Yeah. So. Yeah. Right. Um, which, which is not rough. much time. No, yeah. It's it sucks. That's and you know what? That's that all boils down to either like getting off my ass and like finding a job where it's nine to five or like, you know, the, that's that that's on. My, that would definitely help. That's yeah. on my end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, you gotta, you gotta be able to go out and do stuff together. Whether yeah. that's just like yeah. crafty stuff, which I have, we gotta do some crafty Halloween stuff. She already started, like we, mm. she got the cricket for Christmas last year. Yeah. The cry cut. Um, a cr a cry um cut. oh yeah, yeah. The craft yeah, the, maker the, thing. The, yeah. 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 So she's already started like building our Halloween decorations for us, which is super cool. We have like lots of little wall stickies and you know, stuff yeah. that she's built. Which is mm -hmm. really sweet. Um, yeah, you got you got to have you got to have that uh, relationship time. You know yeah, you know what I'm saying. I think I I think, think I don't. He's saying it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Hey, you're getting married too, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, for uh, yeah, in another two years or so. Gonna get um, so married. Oh, you're we've been so uh, fucking married, dude. So fucking married. <laughs> we've been how fucking married. You're gonna get be. married. Oh, as fuck. fuck. We've been talking about. Um, 
we've been talking about uh, our, our lists that we want to have for, for people we're going to invite. And it's looking like we're, it, it's going to be smaller than we originally Okay. No, not feared, but, but kind of feared. <laughs> okay. It's going to be smaller than we thought at first. What's um, your gut? What's your gut feeling on how many? That's you're not gonna... a bad thing. No, it's, it isn't. Trust me. Right, right. Uh, yeah, we don't want it to be too big. I, it, what we're looking at is maybe two fifty. Whoa! Well, that's a big one. That's bigger than my wedding was. Yeah. Um, a lot of that's a lot of that's her side of the family. Yes, mm-hmm. but um, but. Uh, I, I know a lot of people, too, are not going to be attending the ceremony as well. Uh, right. It's going to be a pagan ceremony. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. going to be it's going to be something uh, something unique for the both of us. Um, Does it involve a tree? It's going to be outdoors for sure. I always feel like they involve trees, like they wrap things around trees, right? What what we're going to be wrapping stuff around is our hands. Oh, uh, oh right. A, oh, yeah, the a, bonding ceremony. Yeah, the hand fasting. What I'm going to be uh, doing is wrapping my dick up. <laughs> you know what I'm Yo! For tonight! Woo! I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry, Aubrey. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, there's an apology coming. Sorry, Aubrey. The, uh... Uh, kind of, kind of uh, segueing into a, in a, into an additional uh, state of the dude onion. Uh, state of the dude onion. Dude onion. <laughs> um, I want to uh, I want to double check what what my stat is on this. I am at one hundred and thirty because this is important to me. Okay. Uh, I currently on Duolingo. I'm at one hundred and thirty seven consecutive days. Wow. Uh, working on three different languages. Yeah, that is pretty intense. It's rewarding. I couldn't though. I couldn't keep three weeks going. I eventually just pooped out and now I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, uh uh shit, how would I say this? Uh 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 da, 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 da. uh I don't actually don't know how I would say that, how to include two verbs in a sentence yet. I was gonna I was gonna say I like learning Japanese in Japanese. But, uh, but I, I don't know how to put. Two I like words to in. learn. Yeah. Is there an infinitive I, form in Japanese? There is, but it also doubles as like the present tense and future tense verb. Oh, uh, like I will learn or I am learning oh. or I learn. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't know how to include two verbs in a sentence yet. So oh, okay. I, I assume I'll get to that later. Uh, but uh, sure. But uh, uh, oh, um, uh I like Japanese. Me also, Hongo Gilgamesh. Gurugamesh. Gurugamesh. And, uh, Ruski Azik. Ah. And, uh, that's, uh, that's French. Rabbits from Dragon Ball Z. And, uh, and, uh, Joama Espanol. Right. That is I enjoy German. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm so I'm I'm learning three the the Spanish I learned a bit in high school. I took three years of Spanish in high school and uh, I I'm, smoked all that away years ago. <laughs> <laughs> well I'm I'm finding it the easiest to recall because we, we hear so much Spanish yeah. colloquially yeah, in, in the US that's that true. that yeah. and it, it the sentence structure also is is the most familiar. And the cognates. Yeah, and the, the cognates, cognates are gonna uh, gonna be a huge yeah. plus with all the Romance languages. Right, emocionado uh, is is excited, emotional. Right. Right. Um, 
uh, cumpleaños for birthday. You know, that's a, that's a combination <laughs> dinner too. <laughs> Cumple- Hi, Bob. Yeah, the the, the culmination of years, cumpleaños. Oh yeah, cumpleaños um, feliz. Cumpleaños feliz. Cumpleaños felices. Cumpleaños, like one, two, two. <laughs> um, and many more on Channel Four and Scooby Doo on Channel Two. two. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what we just sang was, of course, the German national anthem. Right, <laughs> right. Um, written in Russia, strangely, and then. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, so fun fact about about uh, about Russians and Germans in in. So, like, the way you say German is yeah. different in every single language. Of yeah. Course, of course, in German, it's Deutsche. Uh-huh. Um, we say German. In in Japanese, it's Deutsche. Yeah. Which, you know, it's close enough. The, the French say, what, Alemán? Alemán. Yeah. Um, in Russian, it's Niemetsky to describe something German. Niemetsky. Huh. And the reason for that is fucking hilarious. Yeah, what is that? Because... Ancient Slavs, right, and ancient Germans squatting in their in their caves, squatting in their <laughs> squatting in their caves, drinking Baltica, <laughs> um, smoking ancient cave marbles. <laughs> <laughs> no, so they like ran into one another, right? Like like Eastern, you know, the the Slavs of Eastern Europe and the Germans. Uh, uh, what what are the Proto Germans? They're not Gauls because that's that's like Northern French. Uh, yeah, um, uh, the the Franks. Uh, well, you would have called the them Teutons. Uh, uh, Teuton. Uh, no, Tommy Teuton. <laughs> Tommy Teuton. <laughs> <laughs> what, do, what do we call him here in in? Ich habe deine Nummer. No, there was something we. I can't think of it. Doesn't matter. So anyway, um, so anyway, those those two peoples met. And uh, the Russians immediately were like, why can't these fucking morons speak Slavic? <laughs> and so in in archaic Russian, Niemetsky meant dumbass. No, like, like stupid. Are you serious? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. Like, you know, uh, uh, like, you, no. You, yeah. Like you can see this in, in modern Russian. Umiet is to know how to do something. Like, uh, I know how to read. Okay. Um, so, so, you know, that, 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 that kind of root, uh-huh. uh, you can buy that with ski to make it an adjective. So, so no basically shit. like, you know, brainless people, like, why can't these dumbasses speak <laughs> Slavic? <laughs> And and that's the archaic. That's my people. That is the archaic <laughs> translation of it. That's it's it's super archaic. It doesn't mean that anymore. It just means German. That's amazing. Um, and and the nation itself of Germany, because it's a fairly recent creation, is Germania. 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 That's a lot nicer. Pretty straightforward, yeah. <laughs> uh, but but to refer to a German person or the German language, you say Niemetsky, Niemetskaya. Um, <laughs> wow, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. It's it's weird. But yeah, so no, I, I, I'm up to like 130 some days, like a third of a year uh, for for practicing three languages. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> and uh, and I've started learning Norwegian. And Aubrey already knows this. I, I, I started trying to learn some basic Norwegian so I can learn some like sentence structure, syntax, 
so mm. that when I deliver my vows, I can deliver them in Norwegian. Oh, that's cool. Because that's we're, we're doing cool. like an Odinist wedding. It's going to be dead. Her, her patron is Thor. Uh, so I want to I want to deliver my vows in Norwegian. I, I, I fear like, you know, two years to learn some basic Norwegian Plenty of time. Yeah, yeah I can, can do, do that. that. I can do that. It's so <clears throat> it's so similar to, to English too. the uh, uh, Norwegian Dutch. I, I think I told you guys is very, very similar to English. I didn't realize in terms that. of it. Dutch is if you're a native English speaker, uh, speaker. unlike me if you're a native english speaker dutch is uh supposedly one of the easiest languages to learn and i and i tried it uh you know so so like really early on you get sentences like it drank milk i drink milk like like it's that similar Mm -hmm. the sentence structure is the same a lot of the words are are very similar um but yeah so i'm really excited about learning these languages that's part of my my state of the union. The other part is I've been getting into Counter-Strike. I've been getting into Counter-Strike competitively. I have a rank now. I'm oh, right. OK, so the Counter-Strike thing is not necessarily new, but you're where you are in competitive, maybe new news. You plan on doing your wedding during a Counter-Strike match. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I plan on doing my honeymoon during a Counter-Strike match. I'll just set a laptop up on her back and just see. <laughs> no, 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 that's no, terrible. no, that's way too much work. It's going to get way too hot on her it's back. Gonna I know. It's going to fall my, off. It's going to fuck my aim all up. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> And that that could be taken several different ways. <laughs> what phrasing? Woo! Phrasing. What, what is happening? So, <laughs> this was supposed so to be no, a nice, I, relaxing episode. So no, I I, I got my rank recently. I've I've got uh, twelve ranked wins so far. I need ten to get a rank, and I've I've won two more matches after that. I'm Gold Nova one, which is around average. Yeah. It's around where I expected to place. Okay. Um, and I've been having a lot of fun with it. Nice. Just having. Having uh, a prime, which you get if you you automatically have it if you bought the game before it went free to play. Yes. Right. But you can also play. You can also pay 15 bucks to get it. Right. Um, which is not a lot to. No, but it matches you up with other prime players as opposed to like, you know, people who are who are just getting the game free and might right. be cheating or might be assholes. The mouth breathing masses. You're right. <laughs> and I've been having fun with it. People are people are pretty cool. I, I ran into one match where where. Uh, you know, two people on my team were obviously cheating and like, yeah. y- you know, bragging about it. And so I was like, OK, just going to report these guys. Move on. Yep. Right. The the other team surrendered and I felt bad. Yeah. But the, the right thing to do is to report those guys. Report them. Move on. Just yeah. act like they're not even there. Um, But overall, it's been it's been a pretty good experience, honestly. Like yeah. I like I, I've been practicing i you know i do aim practice here and there and it, it feels good to like be building this skill yeah you know in 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 a shooter that isn't call of duty where you you know you can't just like aim down the sights and everything goes to the center of the screen every time oh, you know it, ta- yeah. it takes a bit more effort than that um so that's been fun um can we do someone else's like continuation of the state of the union? Because I've got a pee. <laughs> okay, for it. is that what's bad. going on right now? Yeah. I'm. I'm. <laughs> um, oh yeah. All, all right. I'll, I'll pick it. I'll pick it up here. Um, I'm trying to play more music again. I think we yeah. all are, right? Yeah. Like that's kind of like. So that is the latest Thursday night initiative. Yeah. Is getting like whenever people over we here can. to play music. Yeah. Like I don't know. Like, that's kind of a fun thing. Like yeah. you and I, I, I certainly don't play nearly as much as I should. Um, 
you know, and I, I don't think I'm great, but I, oh, I'm at least okay. At you're pretty good playing the guitar. I'm pretty you're, good. I'm okay. You're pretty, you're pretty um, solid. I'm like, uh, but that's the problem. I'd be if I buckled down and focused, I could be so much better. Yeah, that might be true. But like, who can you not say that about? Sure. You know, you're never ever where you want to be. Yeah, no I, I heard an interview with uh, one of my favorite guitar players ever, uh, Jeff Beck, who can just get sounds out of that instrument that. It just doesn't seem possible. Yeah, <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Um, but I heard him interviewed one time a couple of years back and he's, he, you know, the dude's like almost like, I think in his seventies at this point. Yeah. And he said, I'm like 30% of where I want to be <clears throat> with right. a guitar. Yeah. Like, he's right. just, and like, he's one of those dudes who's just, just playing. He just picks up the guitar compulsively every day and just plays. Right. And is always trying to get better and has. Yeah. I don't think he's ever like, you hear guys like Clapton talk about when they were at their peak and they're talking like in the nineties. Yeah. Right. Like, Clapton always said he peaked like in the early nineties. Um, and that was when he was at the height of his playing. All these guys talking about like their prime. Jeff Beck has like continued to get better the older he got <laughs> somehow. Yeah. Because that dude can wail. Oh, my yeah. God. Um, yeah. So it's super cool to like, you know, get back together and start making music again. And like I'm never yeah. I was never very good at like playing with other people. Neither was I. Um, Realistically. Yeah. yeah, you had a band, though. You were super cool. Well, I had a band, but, you know, I didn't. They, a lot of that was a democratic process. I was not sure. inherently good at that. I followed the lead quite often. Sure. Well, that's what a rhythm player does, right? Like I you, guess so, yeah. You, you wrote a bunch of rhythm <clears throat> licks for that group, right? Yeah. So, like, I wrote a lot of my parts, but yeah, still. that's 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 your job after the, like the you, you follow the drummer. Yeah. And then the the bass player. You know, uh, bass player follows the drummer, rhythm guitarist follows the bass player and the drummer, and the lead goes over top of that, right? Like, that's I guess so. That's kind of like, I don't, honestly, thing. I don't know how it works. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I don't either, but I mean, we're gonna try and figure it out again, though. That's the that's the joy of the whole I, thing. I just, yeah. I just, I don't want to get upset about it. Like, I'm just, I, I kind of just want to <laughs> relax and play, you know? Yeah, we, well, had, we had a lot of fun the first Thursday where we got together and, yeah. and played, like. A big thing is just trying to relax and realize that no matter what happens, something exists that didn't exist before you started. Exactly. Right. 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 That's all that actually matters. And and so, a lot of those things will not be great, but some of them will, you know, and you just wait for the right thing to come along. My problem was that and it took I'm finally I'm finally there. Like my biggest issue, I think, was learning to be able to take it easy. Mm-hmm. Start slow yep. and just kind of build. Um, and I told uh, Dan that when we were talking at work, I said, you know, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to f- buckle down and just we're going to play slow. We're going to go simple, slow and steady and just it's about listening to the rest of the room. That's the hardest yeah. part is just like listening to what's happening and finding your place in it. Yes. You know? Yeah, yeah, and that's and like that's hard for me because like when I'm practicing by myself or playing by myself, I'm kind of just ripping. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. You know, I do a lot of improv kind of shit. But you're also you're playing with a lot of people that are actually beneath your skill level, mm-hmm. <sighs> which is fair. It's 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 how it is. So that also, I mean, yeah, but uh, but be- because of that, you guys are easier at finding the rhythm than I am. Well, what that means is we can never find something on the level that you're playing. On. Sure, <laughs> but but you're able to start at the basics more than I am because I'm not sure. used to playing with other people. Um, 
I, I like I like I said, I think I am probably the most skilled guy in the room, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that I'm good at, at finding my place. Yeah, we're developing the mm. shared musical language right now. Yeah, which is what's the, which is I think the real purpose of jamming <sighs> right. is to develop a shared musical language. Yeah, something yeah. that everyone can get in on. Christy's really good at that. You're really good at that. You know, because you both played in bands before, like you were both <laughs> playing in groups. Hmm? No, nothing. <laughs> you were making this gesture. No, it's because uh, you ever have that thing where you like you touch a cold surface with one part of your skin and you got to do it again on the opposite side. No, no. Although that's super interesting. <laughs> Let's stay with that. <laughs> so what? Just show me the first part and then so, the second. So part. I like accidentally bumped my my wrist against this part of the thing and it was, it's a little cold. Yeah. So I felt like I kind of had to even it out by Actually, touching my. I know exactly what you're talking about now. My opposite arm against oh, a similarly yeah. cold part. I, I actually guys, know exactly what you're talking do about. Do you guys both do that? I, I I don't do it as often anymore, but I just felt a compulsion to do it. So that's why I was going like this because I, I I wasn't like it wasn't my hand. It was this part of my wrist I was trying to touch to the. Not with like sensation, like like hot cold so much, but with just like touch. I'm very like like touch sensitive. It's, just the, it's more temperature for me, okay. really, and it's about symmetry. Yep, yeah. If 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 my like left arm touches a cold surface, I got to find a way to kind of casually like okay, and then just like gonna touch my right arm against yeah, it. Yeah, I huh. I actually super know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Even it out. Interesting. Maybe that's a, like an autism thing. <laughs> it, oh, it definitely yeah, is. Yeah, maybe we're just it definitely super is. broken. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> very no, interesting. I, I super identify <laughs> with that. Oh, man, there's a cigarette butt over there. Uh, yes, uh, there is. All I want to do is just smoke that cigarette butt. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, you know. Thanks, oh, Groovy. You know. What the hell was that scratching sound? Uh, what, what scratching sound? It, the sound just is cutting out. Oh. Did uh, you hear that? No, that might be your headphones. Oh, maybe it is. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, well, okay, fuck me then. No, um, I, I think it's going to be fun. It's especially going to be fun now that we have the drum kit there. Oh um, yeah, that thing um, is so cool. Man, I'm super glad I went in there. I didn't even really spend that much money on it. I spent money yeah. on the protection plan Yeah, because I'm like a warranty guy. Yeah. Um, and I uh, spent a little bit extra money on the drum set. But like, it's good to get the warranty on something that you hit with sticks well, all the time. And that's what he told me. He, he started like doing the sales pitch thing, like, and he was the guy I talked to was really good and super nice and like genuinely wanted to help me, which is always really appreciated. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. But like he, you know, he told me he's like, dude, like anything electronic. He said, you know, they they're really supportive if you have any like troubleshooting questions. He's like, we do have our own warranty, and I'm like, I was like, you don't have to do the pitch. Like, I'm I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to do it because it's all electronic. I'm like, I'm going to fucking do it because yeah. right. I want you guys to fix anything that breaks on this. Yeah. So. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Which is not out of the question that that will no. happen. No, it's it, like it's going to I think this is really going to bring everything together. And then plus, like, I've always wanted to learn how to play the drums. Yeah. Like forever. I have yeah. a keyboard, too, and I, I'm going to learn how to play keys. And they, I, there's lots of places you can go to get lessons for both of those things. Yeah. Mm. So I think like I'm gonna do it. And yeah, it's the, called the internet. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the I see. I'm a face to face kind of guy though. Yeah. Um, I although I did teach myself how to play the guitar. Um, yeah. Which like, I probably learned how to do stuff the wrong way, but I also don't think there's a super wrong way to learn instruments. 
as long as the end result sounds good and you're not yeah. killing yourself to do it. Sure. Yeah. You haven't learned the wrong way. No one no one would try to teach someone else guitar the way Mark Knopfler plays it. That doesn't make it wrong. Right. No. Like like uh what what constitutes like classical technique is a best practice, but it's not necessarily sure. what works for everybody, you know. Yeah. I, I was going to take um, music theory as a yeah. major yeah. years ago. Um, and I part of me was always super sad that I didn't, but I talked to enough music majors that told me <laughs> you will hate yeah. music forever. <laughs> Don't do uh, they, they told me they told me take the minor. Yeah. So I do the minor. Uh, yeah, it's music for mathematicians. Right. Not it's, all, but many of the people I know that studied music at that level did not care for it. And it did something to music for them that made me sad. Yeah. Like, it, <laughs> when, you when, when you when you make music into a system, it removes some of the magic about it. But that's the thing is, yeah, on some level, it kind of isn't magic. And I think that's what they found out. See, I, I, I'm a firm <laughs> yeah, believer. Don't tell me that. <laughs> some of the last purest art forms of music were like. It, it's like jam style kind of stuff and jazz. Yeah. Because yeah. mm. jazz is like there's no there's no the, the, the jazz is the um, Kabbalah mysticism of music. Yeah. It's it, like attempting to take this thing that is very sort of uh, you can you can quantify and figure it out and attribute it to like basic theory or you can like. Rip the 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 veil down yeah, and right. really play with what makes it work in the in the guts of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, then there's Primus. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing is like you could. I I think the mediums that often push the boundaries of what music can sound like are the yeah. ones that don't necessarily follow the yeah standard. Uh, you know, uh, medicated, med, not medicated, washed down, like whitewashed, uh, medical version of. Like yeah, clinical. The, the clinical. Clinical, clinical is the, the word you're looking for. Yes. Yeah. yeah well, there's yeah. Most popular forms of music are not especially daring when it comes to how they engage theory. Yeah. Right. Uh, most of that, like like especially what constitutes pop music or you know rock music or you know like your, the, I guess the most popular music is very very explicable by like how its theory works. Mm-hmm. Um, For you white people at home, look up any analysis of <laughs> John Coltrane's giant steps. That's like the jump off point for white folks. Yeah, um, yeah that's it, there's some insane stuff happening in yeah. that song. Um, I will. I, I don't think I'll ever really understand what's happening in, in like real great jazz music. I don't think I will. I don't think most people will. You know, then the thing is, like, uh, we had this conversation before. It was like, you don't you don't have to understand. You just kind of have to take it in. Sure. Um, yeah, but part of what makes it, I think part of what makes it work is that it like it does something to your brain that your brain gets and you don't. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah you just got to switch off that part of you that that is trying to that is trying to get it and yeah. just let your brain get it. Right. Because like I think there's like I think like like at the at like the subconscious level, our brain understands a lot about what makes certain patterns work in music. It likes them, even if it doesn't know why. And like how a chord progression resolves feels good for yeah. reasons we don't even really we can't describe. We just know yeah. it feels and sounds good. That's and why so, so many like cool jazz, free jazz, hard bop players. Yeah. That's why those those 
some of those early like jazz records from that style are so satisfying because they find resolutions to chords Mm -hmm. that you wouldn't think make sense. Yeah. You you know, they they don't, they they make sense to your brain only because it sounds right. Yeah. But they don't make sense theory wise. And that real, real pros actually can explain the theory of why they work. You good? Yeah. I just, I smacked my can against the thing. I'm sure that made a terrible sound. But yeah, no, I, I think that the people that really understand like 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 again they're like mystics like the people the like jazz musicians on that level are like fucking mystics right. and they can understand yeah. what they're doing yeah and that might in ways that might be impossible to explain to most people like i said like giant steps is like the jump off point for like normal white folks trying to like get into like <laughs> what yeah. the, the the white perception of what jazz is right like the average joe perception of jazz music mm-hmm. Because it's it sounds like jazz, right? Like yeah, that, right. Like it, I would I would I would also add um, uh, Dave Brubeck's "Time Out" to that. Time out, yeah, and time further out, yeah. The, yeah. the second one's really good too. Um, yeah, it, it introduces you to a very a very uh, basic concept of jazz. What if it wasn't four four time? What if it was some other weird fucking time yeah, signature? Five, and that yeah, and then it introduces you to this whole. Uh, it's like all right, I, you know, I yeah, yeah. It's really like if and if you watch the analysis of some of those songs, like Giant Steps, Coltrane's bouncing around. He's playing the circle of fifths in a pattern. But he's playing it in a pattern that doesn't make sense. He's like going from here to here, which makes sense. And then he goes to here and then he goes to here. So he makes a pentagram of fifths and but it's summons like, Satan. It's like like the he's following the standard. Like it starts yeah. out as a standard circle and then he goes here and then he jumps to that pattern again on the opposite right. side. And he just makes a circle all the way around the circle of fifths, yeah. which is fucking crazy <laughs> and shouldn't make shouldn't sound good. Yeah, <laughs> but he managed to do it, which is like why if you listen to that record, he sounds like he's way ahead of the people who are playing on the record with him. Yeah. Like Tommy Dobeck is just trying to <laughs> p- keep the beat behind him because he's just, you know, all over the place with his changes. Like, um, sorry, I just got off on like weird tangent there. No, that's Music's cool. fun. I'm really excited that we're going to be playing music. It's yeah, going to be fun. <laughs> I think it's cool, too. I don't know. I like we've been kind of having little uh, sort of attempts at this here and there for a while. Yeah, it's been it's, a while. It's nice that we're—I don't know—we're we're making it a little bit more concrete that this is something we want to do. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, even if it just arises, like nothing else comes from it other than we get to hang out and make some stuff sound good together. Then yeah. you know, I keep waiting for this moment with guitar. Like I don't know. My brother told me this years ago. He told me he was. This is when he was like kind of just learning guitar. Yeah, and he was kind of struggling. And then he had this dream, he had this dream that his hand was a spider, right? <laughs> and it was crawling across the frets as he was playing. And it was the way that it moved was like graceful, I guess. I don't know how yeah. the way I mean, he didn't say this. This is how I'm trying to explain what he was doing with his hands. Yeah, and it was like, look what I'm doing with my hands, though. <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking like a, like a fucking <laughs> field mouse. <laughs> So nobody knows what that is. He wakes up, he plays guitar for a couple of days, and he realizes he's playing. He's like articulating his notes with his left hand yes. better and faster and more fluidly than he was before. He had this dream. He had the moment. Yeah, he had a moment. Right, mm-hmm. which is a this is a thing that happens with people when they're learning anything. This they will occasionally have moments where they will leapfrog ahead. Yes. Yeah. Have you have you not had the moment? 
I don't oh, think I dude, ever did. That's a thing. Uh, the I moment I, ever did. I was listening to um, Jimi Hendrix play the solo to Hey Joe, I was listening to Hey Joe. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just like in my room, just sitting there listening to Hey Joe. And I, I was like learning my scales at like just learning my scales at the time. And I realized where he was at on the fretboard. And I realized that I could duplicate it. And then I did without knowing the solo. Like, no, like, <laughs> like looking up like the either the written shape notes or the tablature to it. I just figured out yeah. with my brain where he was at. And how he was able to get those sounds, knowing the the small little like where the bends are, where the hammer ons are, yeah, you know, like, and then knowing the box that he was in to play the solo, mm. that was my moment. I was like, yeah. oh shit, I can do this. This is what he's doing. This is easily. This is doable. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it just clicked. This um, has not happened for me. Taught me and how I, to solo. I yeah. don't think. I don't think it will actually. Nah, it's, it, no, it's if it hasn't for the last. Uh, what? How long have I been playing guitar? <laughs> That's super untrue. Like twelve years. That's super untrue. Like twelve years of playing guitar. If it hasn't happened yet, it's probably not going to. There's musicians who like started way late. Yeah. Um, who got super better the older they got. You know? Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you'll you'll get there. It, it's it's like if you if you if you want to like there's you'll you'll get the moment. Um, dude, big big good tip is like play other people's shit. That, yeah, yeah, right. That helps. You know. Um, you know, just yeah. sit down and try and work stuff out. That's basically how I intend to teach myself the drums. So, yeah, we'll figure that shit out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do we have okay. anything else for the state of the Dudian? No, I think we kind of just it was a nice coasting kind of episode. Yeah, I think a lot of stuff that I I uh, would otherwise have said was was already covered in uh, why I'm fucked. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. That's um, that's why. I, it made perfect sense to just yeah continue here. Um, As the other topics I was going to pick were going to be way too fucking heavy for tonight. So <laughs> <laughs> didn't want to go down that road. You don't go down that road. Yeah. Just talk about times when we wept deepest and saddest. <laughs> I actually would love to do that topic. Yeah, we will at some point. But you're right. This was not the night for it. <laughs> it was not. Yeah, certainly not. not. Um uh, anyway, anyway. Uh, we'll be back with uh, smoking and drinking. Yes, we'll be back with smoking and drinking. <clears throat> yeah, it's coming um, back. Coming back. We're bringing it back. back. Steelers and dolphins. Suck my Welcome back to Seinfeld. I'm Jerry. Welcome back to George, right? I'm George, without a doubt. Am I George? Oh, that's me. Jerry. I'm, uh, I guess I'm Elaine. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's okay. Yeah. I, got, I got the same dance skills, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the little kicks. That was a good one. 
Oh my god. Okay. I, I know just enough about Seinfeld to joke about it. Here's another Seinfeld episode I don't know if you know about. Elaine gives out a Christmas card to everyone. Oh, yeah. She's all excited about it. She got a picture of herself taken for a Christmas card and put it on a card and gave it to all of her friends. And Jerry is looking at it going, wait, this is the one? And she goes, yeah. And he goes, oh. And she goes, what's wrong? And he goes, I believe that's, that's a, a nipple. nipple. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the nip slip episode. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, and the thing is, it turned out he was absolutely right, and she had to go and try to get it back from her pervert, like, nephew. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was like, she had to go around and, like, making a round to get her Christmas card away from all the people she gave it to. That was a really funny episode. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I can't believe I got, you never watched You should watch Seinfeld. Seinfeld is Seinfeld really watch, funny. Apparently. Super yeah. Still really funny. No more quotable <laughs> sitcom. Exists. Yeah, ever, ever. What other sitcom could take a phrase like "take the pen" mm -hmm. and make it an eternally memorable moment? You yeah. know, no soup for you. Yeah, just Keep, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I really can't. Uh, Gosh. Anyway, really that's, uh, that's why anyway. I do recommend Seinfeld. <laughs> boom, just boom, boom, boom. Sorry, we're not going to do this again. But that said, it is time. It is time. It is time. It is time. For recommendations, isn't it? It sure is, buddy. Who wants to start this week? I will. I'm going to recommend an album. Um, Thank you. I'm going to recommend an album this week. Nice. Um, the album I'm going to recommend is one that I'm sure you've both listened to in your lives, and I'm sure a lot of people listening to have listened to in their let me take that back. <laughs> a lot of people listening have listened to in their lives. Uh -huh. uh, yeah. It's Goodbye Yellow Brick Road by Elton John. What the, a great album. I have the listened to that. second record, Elton John record that I've recommended on this podcast. That's uh, such a good one. You should check that out. It's one of the staples of classic rock. Yeah. It's like one of the it, it, top 100 greatest records ever written. Super yeah. good. Um, top to bottom, uh, that that album just fucking kicks ass. Do you remember the Filled liner notes for that? I do remember the, the liner, liner notes. The liner notes were incredible because they had they were very artistic. Yeah, uh, yeah. Every page had its own sort of theme of like the artwork and the and the the lyrics were written out in it. If I remember yes, correctly, yeah, right. And they huh. had like very unique aesthetics. There's images in it that are like uh, like um. The opening track is uh, what funeral for funeral a funeral for a friend Love lies bleeding. Yeah, what a blistering way to like open up a record. I'm a <laughs> yeah. big fan of like opening the record with a bang, and that record opens with a bang. Yeah, and the imagery around it is all like stained glass. Yeah, and right. Like biblical, like 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 big imagery. Yeah, uh, Benny and the Jets, if I recall, is like super posh, like yeah, there's new like, wavy well, there's looking. A kinda. woman in a mohair, mohair jacket. Suit. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> there's like stuff like that. There's um. Oh, uh, uh, Will, uh, what Roy Rogers is the one that closed the album, and it's right. got like all cowboy stuff. Yeah, <laughs> really, really cute. Yeah, yeah. Um, and even the CD had it, but like if you're gonna do it, you got to flip open the actual like LP yeah. and take a look at the the liner notes for that. It's a great um, album. Yeah, like, like I said, I'm a big fan of an album that opens with a bang, and and uh, funeral for a friend is certainly that bang. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh. Nice. Nice. Uh, funeral for a friend was like, uh, if if I recall correctly, was something that like he he wrote. He was trying to come up with music that he would want to what he would want played at his funeral. Wow. Um, and then Topin wrote "Love Lies Bleeding." Okay, you know uh, Topin wrote, you know basically all of the good Elton John lyrics. <laughs> right? Like. Um, um, <laughs> 
Yeah, like fucking like that. That song cooks too. The, the guitar riff for that, like, yes, fucking, it does. Fucking cooks, right? Yeah, it's great. I'm doing it very poor justice. <laughs> no, but it's cool. Benny and the Jets is on that record. Yes, uh, it is. Candle in the Wind. Uh-huh. It's fucking great, dude. What's Ch- the one? There's like a oh, what's the fourth track? I can't remember what the oh, shit. I would like to see the track list for this if you could find it. Yeah, let's let's pull it up. It's, this is one of those uh, ones that you know, like they used to have the record club where you where you would get like three CDs yes. or whatever for the month. And yeah. So my dad did that when I was a kid, and like one of the first albums I got was the the Police's Greatest Hits, which was super cool. And uh, this was another one. And I want to say Queen Greatest Hits one and two. Yeah, was in oh there. yeah, the, the Red and Blue album. Yeah, yeah, like like um, I, a lot of stuff. Good, that, like Goodbye formed. Yellow Brick, Brick Road is track four. Okay, uh, the song with no title, Gracie Seal, Jamaica Jerk Off. The song has no title. It's one of my favorite Super songs good. Super ever. Good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, top to bottom. Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting. This yeah. like, there's so many fucking just classic tracks on this record. Yeah, right. Um, you know, Elton John had like an, uh, he. I don't think he did a bad record, mm. uh, but this is like certainly like the highlight of that. So. It's the only full record of his that I know. Yeah, right. It really right. is. Um, oh, really? Like Madman Across the Water, um, mm. Philadelphia Freedom. This is the only one I know beginning okay. to end. Okay. The only one I listened to over and over. Don't shoot me. I'm just the piano player. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. I'm a big yeah. Elton John fan. So, yeah, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road is like a classic. Yeah. Uh, so, I definitely recommend that you go out and check that one out. It's a yeah. staple of classic rock radio. The artwork has him sort of like he's like on the street and he's going into a poster. If I yeah, remember correctly, right. he's like walking a dog into a poster. Iconic album of cover. the Road to yeah. Oz mm-hmm. kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, right. Right. Like super yeah. iconic album cover. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Check it out. It's, it's like it's one of the greatest rock albums ever written. It's, uh, Worth several listens over and over again. Yeah. Uh, Dave, would you like to tell us what your recommendation is? I would. Uh, so you guys probably would. You probably may have guessed already what I want to talk about. But I finally finished playing Undertale. Yeah, there you which go. Which was recommended to me by both of you guys intensely and by the entire <laughs> Internet, as yes. far as I could tell. Uh, Undertale is a game that everyone, everyone seemed to love. Yeah. Um, and I played like an hour of it with you guys and then stopped like two years ago. Mm. So, uh, I'm not sure what, no, I do know what made me want to do it was that, uh, I saw recently the Epic game store does a thing now where it's like a free game every now and then. Right. Yeah. They kind of throw it away and, uh, Cause they're wh- desperate to get customers off steam. I do think they are. Um, the, one of the ones that they gave away recently and that I got was a game called minute, which is really interesting. Mm. Um, it's a black and white game with pixelated graphics. It's a platformer and all everything that happens in 60 second intervals. So you start, you go out and do stuff and then you die <laughs> and you respawn at your house for another <laughs> 60 second interval, which is actually kind of fun and cute. Yeah. Uh, you play this little guy running around with like big duck bill looking guy who like gets a sword and a watering can and these different tools that he uses and watering <laughs> can, watering can. <laughs> Sorry. And uh, I don't know what the fuck that is. The ultimate goal is to destroy the big evil factory that is taking over the town or whatever. I don't know. Uh, and that was fun. But playing it got me thinking, gosh, I should really pick up Undertale. Yeah. And uh, for that reason, I did. And I just want to say the hype was not overstated. It is that good. It's really good. Yeah. That game fun. is that good. And I forgot how much fun it was, honestly. It's really cute and endearing and, and funny. Well. Funny. Really it's, funny. It's surprisingly funny. Yeah. 
Um, there's uh, there's moments where uh, like uh, like little things like you realize that you can seduce a living jet plane. Yeah, right. <laughs> which which is literally the plot of a Chuck Tingle novel. Yeah, right. <laughs> but is also absolutely a way to fight a plane in this game, which is really funny. Um, Fuck yeah! I kept being surprised. Um, there's lots of good little gags. Um, there was uh, a moment where you encounter the other kid, the kid that follows you around for part of the, the game. And uh, when he sees you, he goes, you're a kid, too, right? Yeah, of course you are. You're wearing a striped shirt. Yeah, right. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the design language that they're giving yeah, right. to me. Right. Striped shirt equals kid and maybe always does. It's, it's like lots of little side stuff like the conveniently shaped lamp that you get to hide behind that's so funny yeah that was really <laughs> good right up behind a lamp that is exactly the same shape as you <laughs> uh the uh the two skeletons yeah. papyrus and sans appropriately yeah. named after their own like fonts as they speak <laughs> yep yeah they're really great. Yeah. Um, the characters are well written and endearing and charming, and it has the, there's something a little bit magical about that game. Greater dog and lesser, lesser dog. dog. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, there's the moment where you're walking around looking at all the snow piles. Do you remember? There's yeah. Like, oh, it's a snow puff and another snow puff. And then you walk up and the little dog sticks its head out of the ground. Yeah. And you go, oh, cute. And then it stands up and it's a gigantic it's a suit of armor with a tiny little dog <laughs> greater dog yeah and that moment is so i laughed out loud when i saw that i yeah. could not believe how funny greater it was. dog yeah um so anyway without spoiling anything it's uh oh, it's, it's funny as fuck that game keeps surprising you yeah. all the way up to the end super and, super full of heart man and now i'm realizing that it's a game you should play through more than yeah, once right absolutely yeah so uh that would be my recommendation is don't be a dummy like me and wait two years to do it play undertale yeah <laughs> really good yeah great rack uh ben what's your recommendation my recommendation is is something that i i listened to God, like high school, maybe uh, it, it's uh, come right and say it. It's fucking dream theater. Oh, hell oh. yeah. And, uh, My dad I, is a huge dream theater fan. Yeah. 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 Because oh. I, I just re I just re listened to the entirety of uh, Metropolis Part Two. Yes. Okay. And fucking got way, way into it. <laughs> like it took it. It took me back to like 15 years ago. And I, I, I was really like way into it. Um, so Metropolis Part Two. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is some, she some laughter from Christy there. Uh, <laughs> just <laughs> doesn't approve of my taste in in uh, in uh, prog rock. Uh, so anyway, not. <laughs> so anyway, um, uh, so if you never listen to Metropolis Part Two, it's a concept album involving uh, involving like like past life regression. And like okay. uh, there, there's like a murder mystery and like a romance leading to murder type thing. OK, it it, ta it takes a bit of effort to kind of follow the plot and in, in much the same way that, you know, I, I couldn't figure out what the fuck the wall was actually saying <laughs> until I read a synopsis sure. <laughs> or, or well, uh, when I saw the movie, like it, kinda, yeah, it all helps. fell into place. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's a you know, it's a concept album involving, you know, a, a man who who discovers a, a murder in one of his past lives. And uh, w just when he thinks he's f solved the mystery, it, it, it turns out that the truth is is something different and altogether more sinister. Hmm. And uh, it's it's got one of the creepiest endings to any album I've ever heard. 
Um, do you do you remember how it ends? No, I don't know. I don't know this one. Oh, do you not? No, I don't. Oh, okay. Actually, I don't think I know either. I, I know the record, but yeah, this is. I, I don't know this record at all. This is a really great album. It's it's something nice to, you know, it's 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 orchestral. It's got a bit of fanfare, you know, in 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 the way that you know prog rock comps, uh, concept albums kind of tend to have. Mm-hmm. But it's got a story to it. There's there's a there's God, a. Um, I love the rock opera. Yeah. Oh, it it's de- yeah. It's it it's that category for sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it, it involves a dude uh, regressing into a past life and and stumbling upon like this this uh, murder that happened. Like one of his past lives was murdered, and uh, hmm. it 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 gets into some really trippy shit, and and it ends in one of the most jarring and scary moments that that uh, I think I've ever heard from a song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Dream Theater, Metropolis Part Two, Scenes from a Memory is the full name of the album. If you just type in Metropolis, and you'll you know you'll see the album. Yeah. Um, really great. Really uh, uh, jumps around in terms of mood, and there and there's a whole lot of like like bordering on power metal. Yeah, kind of yeah. Songs, okay. Oh, hell know, yeah. That, that's that I, that I really really dig. That's the Devin Townsend Dream Theater sound. Yeah. Mm. yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Great, that's a sound. Yeah, great album. I've listened to it about three or four times in the yeah, past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've listened to it about three or four times in the past two months, and it's it it it's still great. Yeah, I think it's man. funny that you recommended an album and I recommended a game. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I I've I've been playing through Grand Theft Auto Five, and and uh, honestly, if if at this point, if you know Grand Theft Auto is your thing, you've played it. If yeah. Yeah, I'm just playing through it because it's in my backlog and it's 88 gigs on my hard drive and I want to get rid of it. You did an album, you did a game. I should have done a TV show. Yeah, yeah it would have been perfect. I yeah. fucking failed you all. How dare you? Oh. So, yeah, what did we learn, if anything? Capitalism I, sucks. Um, <laughs> I learned that we all want to eat Ben's leg. <laughs> yeah, I, I, oh, I yeah. eat your leg. It's a good leg. I learned that life is eating shit. Yeah, it I sure learned, is. I learned that I need to watch The Sopranos for like, you know, the fifth or sixth time that I've learned that. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> yeah, you really do, though. It's that good. Yeah. I wrote down here, uh, Ben, it's a decent length, Reese. <laughs> <laughs> and solid. Uh, it sure is. I, I learned that uh, Seinfeld is timeless. Yeah. I think it is. I learned that everyone needs a tchotchke shelf. Yes, you do. Absolutely. I also learned that bass solos are terrifying. <laughs> Wait, that what? Bass solos bass are solos. terrifying. <laughs> bass solo. Bass solo. Uh, I learned that ancient Slavs smoked ancient marbs. <laughs> That's right. I, I learned that jazz makes me jizz. Right. Uh, I wrote, uh, actually, I, I didn't write it, but I meant to write play some music, you dingus. Yeah, dingus. Yeah, drangus. Yeah, but yeah, drangus. I'm going to write that now. <laughs> That's all I got. Yeah. That's about it. I, I also have fuck China and boners. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Fuck China. Boners. Boners. Yeah, two sides of the same dick. Yeah, but seriously, fuck China. Two balls of the same sack. Yeah, yeah fucking, China, you won't ban us. China. China. You won't do it. Fuck China. I was, <laughs> I was at Dave Trugowski's house, and they were talking about China. And I thought, this, this China's terrible. I thought this China, I don't know who he is, but. <laughs> I'm going to find him. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking kill him. <laughs> I, I'm going to trap him with a pot of honey. <laughs> I'm going to murder him. I'm going to murder him. I'm going to fucking kill him. I'm going to send Mike Pence to his house and Mike Pence is... Stayed out in the open with a Speedo. That's what the spies call a honey pot. You seduce them. 
<laughs> with your hot with body. Your, with your genitals. With your genitals. With your genitals. <laughs> I love your Trump impression because it's it's like half Trump, half Bill Murray from Daddy Shack. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's so good. It okay, is. It's a real Cinderella story. My candidacy. Real Cinderella story. <laughs> Coming out of nowhere. Coming out of nowhere. The gems, the failing New York Times. The failing New York Times. <laughs> I, think, I think he's going to pull out a five iron for this. <laughs> <laughs> oh god anyway uh, uh we will be that. back when i don't know like whenever man uh, whatever. well we won't be Fuck back it. next week we could no. be back the week after but maybe we probably won't maybe be. whatever possibly we'll see i don't know i don't know i have a microphone at home somewhere i'm sure one of us could record something i have two stupid. turntables no where it's at yeah or i mean where is it <laughs> where, where, where are two they? turntables and a microphone well, we have the yeah. Where where are they? Where are where are where for our? What is that? 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 Right, it's time to call it the episode. Fuck off, will you? Gotta pee. Yeah, we will see you next time with more of this thing that we keep doing. Yep. Sorry, it wasn't super funny, but I don't fucking care. I don't give a shit. Yeah, it was just a nice relaxing episode for us. So, excuse me. All right, we'll see you back next week when we tackle a little subject that we like to call. Uh, Racism in America. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is this is why I'm offended, <laughs> and this is why I'm oppressed. <laughs> yeah. Time for the next segment of our show called <laughs> Racism in America. Here's what I'm dreading, and here's what I'm whitewashing. <laughs> okay. Anyway, we'll, we'll be we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Bye.